All of my crumble with some custard Little for my temple like DJ Mustard First two, bro, we got adopted First two, bro, we got adopted Still on the strip with my singlet Drop a man like it Winslet If you're paying back, I need interest If you're paying back, I need interest Me and you can never be the same Been stopped from early No loss in second way Now short food, that's the sherry Right as I did it on the low I pay to see you go We paved the way to know Writing down an eight bar, breaking down a nine bar. I can see the signs. I'm a boy like Pablo Aymar. If you can't keep up, then you need to sign off. Sip with no signers, baby trying to sign us. Baby, she the finest, brain be the livest. Can't stay the nine, but I'm only with that part time. I ain't in the star signs. Fucking on a tourist, she let me when I'm touring. I don't do boring. Cause, cause, what like my Does anyone else's mum have the habit here yeah, of ringing them whenever they're on a work call? That just happens yep. to always ring whenever you're on a work call. I'm just letting you lot know from now, yeah, that there's a possibility that my mum might be screaming in the background <laughs> at some point. Man's giving it, man's giving a heads up nice and early, you know. Trust my, me. Uh, my flatmates are in the living room with me. I'm saying that for legal reasons. All right, cool. Oh, one of them ones. <laughs> man, I got my lawyer present. <laughs> <laughs> you know like that. Uh, we haven't, right. we haven't to do the, this thing from the gulag, you know, recording from home. We've no studio this week. Um, I got the Rona, man. The white man tried Someone's to get me hit. down. You yeah, got man. it? Yeah, man. It's getting real. Yeah, it's getting real. Oh, <laughs> I know I know your sister Jeez. had it, man. Shout out to Biss. Yeah. Big up, Biss. That's yeah. where I got it from. Yeah, yeah, man. Because she was supposed to be hosting a little 10v10 this week. I, I messaged her this morning. She was like, yo, I'm in the gulag. I said, yeah, whoa. It's getting real. This thing is yeah, getting yeah, real. Yeah, man. Yeah, so shouts out to um to Shaka Bars and the rest of the whole tech community. Black people can get coronavirus. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hey, very real. <laughs> hey, we've got to keep Shaka Bars you know yeah. off YouTube. we got to keep, not YouTube, off Instagram. Yeah. He's a I fake mean, uh, Listen, our life's all about balance and everyone have their opinions, but like false information or misinformation is dangerous in it, so... Yeah, just just take time out there um, with what you're indulging in it, Carl. Some people thought black people couldn't get coronavirus, and uh, I'm black. I got it. So <laughs> yeah, we're here. Yeah, stay safe. Do you know what? Yeah, when you yeah, yeah, of, of course, speedy recovery. But obviously, because Foles has it, you know, I, I now have been compromised. So I've gone and took the test. Do you know what I'm saying? So hopefully the results come back negative so I don't have to self-isolate for 10 days. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I all I know say, is when... Mm? I will say I like the lingo. Like, I've been compromised. Like, <laughs> like it feels a bit Mission Impossible. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of weird still. I thought, I thought that I wouldn't get got, but, you know, you never know. I just, I just have to wait for the results. Bro, I've been out here dodging you know I mean? the road now. I've been like, yeah, 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 I'm staying safe and that mask. Yeah, 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 we dodging mm. it, we dodging it. And then how can I, I get clapped with it, like, just before the end of the year? And like, just as we're about to come out of um, lockdown is when I'm, when I'm having... Then he started it. ringing everyone like it. <laughs> yeah, but the good thing then is... Then he started that... ringing everyone like like it was an STD. <laughs> <laughs> when you deep it, when you deep it, yeah, Corona basically is an STD because you do have to... Fam, you know when you have to make that call? Yeah, man, the mad embarrassing one, like, yo, so I don't really know how to tell you this, but my test results came back. I got the roller. 
you might want to get it checked. You know, you start getting all the. But bags. you know what, yeah. When Foles told me that his sister had it, I was like, it's only right that you get it, man. You lot are twins. So, <laughs> you know, twinning, baby. <laughs> yeah. there's, me fe- there's me thinking that vegans can never get it. Yo, are we attacking vegans this early in the game? <laughs> I'm going to let you lot cook still. <laughs> Just cook. <laughs> are, you, wait, wait, Foles, are you vegan as well? No, 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 no. Man, man, ain't, man ain't down with that wave, boy. I'm... I'm uh... <laughs> I'm a true Yoruba man over here. We we choose Shaki for breakfast. What do you think? What do you think this is? <laughs> I don't know, man. I might I might start hopping on that vegan wave. You know, I was listening to this Big Sean bar a couple of years back and goes, "Yo, I started getting a bit more money now. I've got to go vegan." And I thought, "Yo, that's real life." You know, I feel like Bruv. when you're black and you start to get a bit more peas, yeah, you start to you start to worry about um keep elongating your life as long as possible. Mm. Like, well, we saw what it. We saw what it did to Gucci, man. Look at him. He's looking in the shape of his life. Looking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, at the age of 40, 41. It's facts, it's facts, it's facts. And also, I feel like <laughs> it's mad because I I was going to go to Gucci Mania. Yeah? All these rappers do lean, perks, all these prescription drugs, all of that, yeah? And then all of a sudden, they start, they start making 20, 30, 40 mil, like the futures, 100 mil. And all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, Tito. No more drugs. No more, no more the pills. No more the lean. I hear it, man. Do, do you know who tells them that, though? It's their accountant. So the richer <laughs> you get, you got to be more responsible with your body. Because yeah. I've got to eat. As your accountant, I have to eat too with it. So look after yourself and protect your money. Because once you start developing certain habits, bro, you're just going to go down a downward spiral. And no one wants to see that. Protect your investment at all times. Yeah, none of them look lit doing it. Like I've seen, like, like when Gucci was out here with the Gucci with the belly, it looked. When you see how he looks now, yeah, you realize how ridiculous he looked back then. He looked disgusting, bro. Bro, he looked awful. Yeah, that, like skin. Even aside from the weight, like the skin, he just looked like. Bro, he looked like a zombie, bro. Like you know, like you got no when someone's like colorless in the face. Like yeah, the, mm. those drugs, like, all those designer drugs. I remember, like I don't know what he looks like now. I ain't seen him for a bit, like Chief Keith when he put on the weight or. Like, yeah, you see a lot of these. Even even meek for a little bit when he's like, you get this mad like little belly when you're drinking lean and doing some of these drugs and that. So yeah, it's just ripping a line in he's your already stomach. Built, he's already built a bit mad. So who's that? with meek? The lean didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, going, yeah. One thing about Vans, Vans gonna shoot. He he he, he, he gonna shoot. I trust no, my man. I hear what Vans is saying. I'm a chubby guy, yeah, but you see the skinny, the skinny, unathletic body. It's a bit mad. Still. Yeah. It's a mm. bit mad. So like any. Any any athletic thing that Meek has ever tried to do on camera, yeah, it just looks wrong. Yeah. Oh, the trampoline thing. But that being the said, trampoline thing. That being the boxing said, thing. His boxing is really bad. Meek's boxing is atrocious. Yeah, but which is why you, he, which is which lets you know that he probably was at, actually out here moving food, <laughs> or he really was in the studio car. That nigga can't fight. He needs a double or, drum or he with shooting. sixty shells in there. Yeah, hundred percent. But his trampolining, he looked crazy, but the form was good, man. He nailed that. He nailed that. Nah, story. he looked a bit too straight. Bro, that's good form. It looked crazy, but it's good form. Fam, I got a couple of gymnasts in my family, yeah. yeah <laughs> I know yeah. good form and shit. <laughs> nah, man, don't disrespect Meek's thing, man. His legs were straight up. They weren't loose. It was, it was. Yeah, but this is the thing. You're right, yeah. With rappers, you, you can't have it all. You can't have it all. It's not even just you can't have it all, yeah. You, you know, when you see that they're unathletic, yeah, that's how you know they were really outside, but they just went outside doing sports. 
Like you see when you yeah. see Jay Z doing stuff, yeah, it's like yeah, I know you actually had you had a Rambo on you at all times. You were probably yeah. definitely selling too light, too dark at any given time. You never, you were never really playing at football and all of these things. Like when you see him like bounce of basketball, that I'm like, yeah, you were not, you were not going down to the local park to to join in the game. Yeah, do the two on two. Yeah, that's not what you he were was making about. money too early. <laughs> he was making I mean? money too early, bruv. You yeah. know our formative years, like when we're you know trying to make it in ball and that. Yeah. Jay was out here slinging, man. He was in London in the S class in '92. That's crazy, man. That's so crazy. Man was outside my road before I was born in an S class. Crazy times. Oh, I hate man. I hate rappers who are athletic because it's like, come on, man. How many talents do you need? Like when I see Quaver and Young Thug and that doing mad athletic stuff, I'm like, come on, man. What's going on here? Chill out. Yeah. Like Quavo can when do I see the game. Can everything, everything, bro. He can play everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's like Chris Brown, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Man can dance, sing, rap, fight. Yeah, fight. But R&B, that singers have always been better at fighting than, Mm. well, not always, but for the last, I'd say, 15 years. They've been a bit more cruddy still. Mm. I've been hearing that still. Who would you rather fight? Ray J? (laughs) Or... Or uh, yeah. Trick Daddy. When I say Trick Daddy, bro, <laughs> yeah. Donny's got lupus. Yeah, like, yeah you got... okay. All right, cool. Sir. What you what? I would fight. I would fight Trick Daddy over Ray J. I can't lie, bro. You sound like you've had that one in your mind for a minute, bro. Where did you pull Trick Daddy from, bro? I don't know. I just, I just, I thought, I thought, who is the rapper who is active when Ray J was singing? <laughs> and I think, I think, I can bang up Trick Daddy now today. But I think Ray J might have me on ropes, bro. I think he still goes for runs. You know, he's got that little scooter thing. He's got leg work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Ray J might... He's still got the energy to cheat. Any man who still has the energy to cheat over 25 has too much energy to fight. I feel like 25 is a bit too low of a number. <laughs> wow, man. Is that what you're doing? I, for, let Not me, even. Let me bring you in on a concept. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Wait, 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 no, no, wait, no, 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 no
That's when you're getting 40 mm. goals a season. Trust me. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. So what you're saying, what you're saying, 32 is when you, you hang the jerseys up, yeah? I mean, it Yeah, will... which I am 32, so yeah. <laughs> it's fitting. I mean, I've been telling the man them, I, I'm 27 now, I've been telling the man them I've got three to four more seasons and then that jersey is going in the rafters, boy. No, swear down. But yeah, are man. Are you passing that... it down or what? Are you retiring the number? I got three little brothers in it, so <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, on the baton. In it, in it, in it, you know, you know, <laughs> you know. I feel you. I feel you. You got to do that, man. You know, but we got to be responsible men as well. Yeah, yeah you got. Yeah, 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 yeah you got to let them know that, like, I did this, so you don't have to do it in it. Like, you know. Hove did that, so hopefully you won't have to go through that. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I'm the Hove. I'm Jay, yeah. not Jay Z. Uh, it's Scully's budget. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Double entendre. Don't even ask me how. Yeah, come on, mm. man. come on, man. But we are back. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. Good honest conversation. Never hurt anyone. Uh, yes. As I said, we're reporting live from the Gulag. Uh, I'm having to self isolate. But we are back for another week of podcasting. Vans is here. Couldn't let the people them down. No, 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 impossible. And we got we got Scully returning. Couldn't let the cufflinks down. Yeah, couldn't yeah. let the cufflinks return. Um, cufflinks down. Couldn't let the RNA down. Um, but yeah, the good brother Scully from the bank, the tasty blacks connoisseur, has joined us this week. Mad. Man said, man said from the bank, you know. Wow. Yeah, the good, the good brother from the bank, isn't it? You know. Do you know? Do you know why I love you, big, guys, man? You, big lot, you lot are definitely speaking blessings onto my life, in it. So I started to learn to accept it, in it. Yeah. Because you can't be doing too much denying. Look what happened to Mitch, man. He said he was broke and paid in full, and then what happened? He went broke. So now when, yeah, yeah. when man say I'm up, I'm saying I'm up, and that's that. Yeah, yeah. accept it, man. Accept. What do they call it, man? The manifestation. Yeah, yeah, manifestation. Scully. Come on, man. You guys have helped manifest that. Shout out, shout out the manifestation, babes, as well. I hear you. I see you smelling like shea butter. You know, sage the yard. Come on. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, listen, man. Um, yeah. So we're back. We're back. You know, we couldn't let the the cufflinks and the RNA collective down. I'm actually you know, we fuming. We couldn't do we couldn't do this in the studio together. I'm so upset, bro. How can I catch oh, Corona, yeah, bro? Sure. What the hell, fam? I'm, I'm nah. Bro. I'm, I'm not even like like down in the dumps in regards to like my health because I'm I'm fine. Like God willing, universe willing, touch wood and that. I'm just pissed. I got to self isolate and it's slowing down my movement. Yeah, you seem you seem fine, but mm. hear this because it's a special occasion. I'm here with you guys. I'm yeah, gonna have okay. to leave the mic for thirty seconds so I can grab myself a magnum. Yeah, and then we can, we can really get jiggy on this recording, isn't it? Yeah, go and grab jiggy, the jiggy magnum. Oh yeah, cool. Wow. I can see you, man. Uh, my my flatmate uh, just handed me a magnum as I said that. So you know what? I'm staying right on here. On deck, you know. Well, on I, deck. I, I did not even expect that, but here we go. Do you know what? It's good to be Scully. It seems. Hey man, we are living a life. I've started to I started to decide to be blessed, like. You know, you can wake up, yeah, and decide to be like, oh, I shouldn't shout about life being good to me because there's so much bad stuff going on. I hear all of that. I do hear of that. Life is hard and life is long, but you have to be grateful for what's going on. And also, I get it as well. You see, you see Mo, yeah, from JBP. You know, he says sometimes for motivational purposes. Of course, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got sometimes you got to flex for motivational purposes. 
Because if I can do it, you can definitely do it. Talk your talk, yeah. black man. Talk your talk. That's it, man. If I can do it, you can do it. That's all there is to it. You got to let them know, yeah? It's like the little brother thing. I got to let them know that they can do it. Because, wait, wasn't always this easy. This is it. You had some good news this, like, over the last week or so, Scully. You want to let the people know um, what you've been a part of and what's happening for you at the moment? Ah, yeah, because, do you know what, this is, this is probably a talking point, isn't it? So I should, I yeah. should say. I was, trying to, I was trying to think what what you meant for a second there, but yeah, so I was part of the judging panel, a very exclusive judging panel that judged the Mobile Awards this year, or is judging. We are still in the process of. I can't tell you too much about who's on the panel, uh, unless they've decided to come forward. So I can tell you that JP, the editor of Complex, is also on there. Dope. I can't tell you any of complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of it's sick, man. It's sick. I can't lie. I'm enjoying it. But um Yeah, it's it's mad because obviously I watched the mobiles growing up as a kid and I was like, yo, this is sick. All these black people celebrating black music. Da 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 da. This is hard. I'm so excited to be a part of this. And now it's like, yo, you're on the panel. And do you know what's even wavier? Um and this is a flex. This is actually a flex, but it is what it is, isn't it? Because it's, it's my truth. I was also on the long list for an award. So it was okay. crazy. So it was like, I was like, right, like, man's on the voting academy. So there's two levels, right? There's a voting academy, which uh, I think like 100 people or so are part of or 200. I don't know the specifics, but there's a load of people who, they, there's a long list of lanes and the voting academy decides and votes on people to make towards the shortlist. And then there's a judging panel that get together and pick from that. So I was on both. So originally I was on the voting academy and I was like, wow, this is sick. This is a privilege. I'm gassed. Da, 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 da. And then I'm seeing it and I get an email a couple of weeks later after voting. In fact, no way. I'm voting. I'm voting on who I think is the sickest on the long list. Da, 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 da. And I clicked down on, on the best media personality category and my name was there. And the thing about awards for me is I don't think I've done enough this year to win one. But for me, it's amazing to see somebody who's been presenting for a while and been out here to be seen and recognised amongst my peers. is like, wow, like, you lot see me. Like, Muni is my boy from Represent from years back. And, like, we used to talk about, like, it will be sick to be recognised against these people. And then Muni's there and I see what he's doing. But then to see my own name in that long list, it's like, rah. Man was there. That's sick. They like they know I exist. Like I'm, I'm underneath Chunks and and Philly and Harry Pinero and them man and like them guys to me are up and clearing this presenting game right now. So it's it's a big deal to me in that sense. But then to even be invited to the judging panel as well is like, well, because you're basically saying you think my opinion matters. So yeah, it's definitely been a good year, man. But I hear a lot. It's of people um, happy. it's um certainly a stamp of approval from the people that can make a difference in the trajectory of your career. And just for context purposes, like your trajectory since your first appearance on our show has been amazing. So the first time you came on, um, I think it was early 2019. Yeah. If, uh, my memory serves correct. And from the second time that you had come on, I think it was with Joe and then you came on again and then now you're on here again. So it's like your fourth appearance on Off The Cuff. So um, salute for always agreeing to, you know, coming to do this. Um, it's just been amazing to see your journey since then and, you know, all the amazing work that you've been doing with uh, No Signal. Thank Incredible you, host. Thank Listen, you. we've been in 
a pandemic and you guys have been really carrying this year in terms of like the, the good news of 2020 if there is any um so yeah man just a special salute to you and also you've been selected as you've, you you're creating a playlist for sonos yeah that was mad so someone from uh sonos hit me up and was like yo we're making like local radio and it's like we need somebody who knows about uk music uk black british music and like all rap orientated to make to compile all these songs and it's essentially run like a radio station and this is like at the beginning of the year like it might have been about the same time no single launch but because i knew the person from sonos because it's actually the wife of somebody else who i produced with at mtv so it's mad. So you do you going to say something else there. Man, 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 man's about to say something mad. Man, I say, Chill, you, must, you must take me for Vans. Wow. <laughs> That's why there's no such thing as Scully watch foes, yeah? I was, <laughs> uh, I was just, because I, I had a wife, I was like, what? This brother out here, yeah, yeah. really networking. Chill, chill, <laughs> chill, chill. No, mm-hmm. but, but it's mad because a lot of the work that I put in that I wasn't sure would work earlier in life has led to different avenues opening up, but it's a, it's sick for Sonos to shout me for that. Big them up. They sent your boy two speakers. I enjoy them. They're wavy. And it's it's just sick that that exists as a station and that that Brit, Black British music is important enough for them to be like, yo, this needs to be represented. So, And what's yeah. the name of the, um, the playlist? Uh, British Beats and Bars. Love that. Yeah. Well, um, Sonos, if you need some podcast hosts... Uh, you know where to come. Just say, do you know what? Do you know what? We'll talk. We'll talk after ten v ten tonight. We'll talk. We'll talk, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Manif- come on, man. Hella patterns. Manifest. Hella patterns, man. But hey, listen. I want to shout out Joe Walker real quick. Yeah, twenty twenty one. The next time me and Joe are on your show, yeah, we're gonna be doing a mad thing. You, you lot will know. Yes. The time that comes around. But Big up Joe, man. That's family. Sunday Rose Crew. No. Come on, come on. Sunday roast. Well, let's get, should we get into it then? So I know, obviously, Scully was, was speaking about the, uh, was it best media personality category? Um, we could probably start there in terms of like the mobile nominations and kind of give our thoughts and feelings on uh, whether they got it right, wrong. So best media personality, Munya, who's had an incredible 2020. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got nothing but admiration for what he's done and his turnaround and how he's kind of got like, you know that cultural currency where you've got your finger on the pulse of what's going on. Yeah. 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 He's, he's in his own lane. Chunks, Young Philly, Mo Gilligan, Clara Ampho, Maya Jammer, Henry from Represent, No Signal, shouts out to her as well, KSI, Harry Pinero, and ZZ Mills. So it's very, it's very weighty category, very stacked. Mm. Yeah. Anyone there that shouldn't be there? Anybody missing any honourable mentions? Do you know what? That's going to create politics. Yeah, there's, I've got no politics. Obviously, everyone knows Henry and Munya are my dogs. Like, they're my real-life friends. Mm. But you can't argue with Munya. I think he's... For me, this might sound biased, but I think he might have been... Because a lot of his stuff has been self-produced, for me, he might be the hardest working. Like, the the thing when, when Chip did Stormzy, for him to have a parody of that out within, what was it, 12 hours? 12, yeah. Yep. He filmed that at the that, that show, the top of, uh, between Crystal Palace and Forest Hill, like, 
I know where he filmed that as well. Like to, for him to walk up there in the middle of the night, and think, yeah, I'm doing this. Like he works so hard, man. And if you know him, like I know him, he's been dogged and determined to get better. Like he's the type of person who'll do a show, that like, he would do a radio show, then he would finish the show and he'd sit down for an hour and be like, what did I do bad there? What did I do good? What can I build on? Like it's not a fluke. It's not a fluke by any means. And I, I just think he he deserves that, man. I don't think that it's fair to even suggest that it could be a fluke with how consistent he's been. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if an artist was to be as consistent as that, we would have been like, oh my gosh, like, it, it's his year, hands down. Bro, Do you know no, what I mean? Because when you deep it, he probably drops what? On average, a sketch a week, yeah? How many times has he missed? And I'll be honest, I can say this because he's my actual friend, yeah? I think, genuinely, I think he's missed what? Two times this whole year for Which me. Would it, what were the two occasions? I can't remember it. I, I can just remember saying he drops twice a week. Let's say he's dropped 104 sketches this year. There's probably only been twice I've watched him. And I uh, uh, don't know, could have done without that one. Every other time I've rolled. If anything, as well, knowing him for a period of time, I think he's got funnier, which isn't making sense. Like, how does somebody reach 27 and get funnier? <laughs> that, yeah, it's mad. It's mad still. It's mad. Yeah, no, I would, I would love to yeah. see him win. Personally, I think it will probably go to a chunks and or young Philly, but I would, uh, well, yeah, I would, I would, I would. I don't know. Um, obviously, that's a public vote that one, so I think that's probably the most, uh, would you say, democratic one in regards to yeah. um one of the categories. So yeah, um, whoever the public decide. But yeah. honorable shouts out to Henry because I feel like um I've always rated her in regards to radio presenting um and NS10. She's has, great. No, she's great. NS10 v10 and just no signal in general is I've. I think I've seen her blossom a lot more and obviously we had the documentaries in regards to like the gentrification in Brixton, Peckham, Dalston. So yeah, I think she's Again, stepping into she, her own lane. She did off her own back. I see a lot of people complaining about KSI and they're like, oh, how can he be a media personality of the year? KSI... They're not in the gaming world. KSI does not make content for me. I can easily say that. I have no allegiance to KSI. In fact, I could go as far as to say that personally... He's on the Coon Watch. He's on the Coon list still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on Coon Watch. <laughs> Let's go and say it. Let's go out on him. He's on Coon Watch. <laughs> However, that being said, we can't deny that he is one of the biggest personalities in the world. This guy had the boxing world on ropes by throwing his own fight and everyone paying attention. It had more views than like a lot of professional fights. Then he drops music here yeah, and charts for weeks. Like he's a I legend. Hate the fact in, that he does music. He's a legend in three games, bro. <laughs> in three games. Yeah. Even Michael we, Jordan we, we can call, do that. We uh, calling him a legend in music. I wouldn't say he's a legend, but how many other man? He first of all, Sway DeSafo is his manager. Yeah. Second of all, big up Sway, little Derek. Second of all, who has come out the gate on the, on their debut album? They they've got the feature from Rick Ross, little baby. My goat, you know, one of my goats. Oh, like like. He like come on man. He's he's one of the biggest media personalities in the UK and we have to accept whether you like it or not, you have to respect it. No, no, no. That, that, I'll, I'll give him I'll give him his just due in regards to like doing well. I think it's weird. Those some of those things you mentioned are accolades, but mm. them also being mentioned shows kind of and on a certain level how much of the game is in a, in disarray a little bit because like I love Ross Vans, that's one of Vans's um personal favourites artist wise, but 
him and KSI should not be doing music together. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things. But um, yeah, no. Um, he yeah, he was the only one I would say on that list that jumped out to me as like, ah, oh, you are on there purely because I know I feel like he's one of the few on. He's probably the only one that hasn't got that that universal love on like social media in in my space anyway. But let's like keep said, it not, true. Let's yeah, true. he is, and this happens a lot as well. He's not necessarily loved by. Our scene, and by our scene, I mean the blacks, black black culture. Yeah, we don't embrace him like that. But he is a black man in media, so you could, yeah, you can't say he's not one of the biggest media personalities. No, definitely. Um, I don't know if we'll have time for every single category, but I'll try and go to some of the notable ones. We can do all right, cool. Best album, and obviously, got Mobo skipped a year, so this is best album 2017 to two, 2019. Um, uh-huh. Uh, so there's two categories yeah so two categories um, which one am I reading here so Dave Psychodrama Kano Hoodies All Summer LMA Self-Titled Skepta Ignorance is Bliss Nines Crop Circle and Little Sims Grey Area mm, what do you think I can't give too much away by the way because obviously <laughs> we are still you know stuff it's has still, to be about, it? like, still deliberating in that the, the process is still actually going on in it. So. Oh, well, so what? The nominations aren't finalised fully? Oh, no, the nominations are finalised. Are, are finalised, sorry. But, but you know, I can't tell you why or who or da 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 Okay, cool. All right. So, all right, cool. So, I can um, ask from question. an opinion standpoint, from an opinion standpoint, um, out of the nominees, I think we have to kind of look at it uh, based on impact, uh, obviously our own uh, personal musical uh, opinion. I think Dave, obviously the only one on this list that went number one with Psychodrama. So that's already going to do something and it had a level of impact that I don't think all the others had. LMA, she done great by doing a crossover, by going over to the United States and doing well with an international smash. Mm-hmm. Kano Hoodies All Summer kind of reinsert, reasserted himself as like, you know, one of the big figures of UK music. Skepta. Skepta's always going to do well. Nines, I'm not, I wasn't sure about Crop Circle, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, and Lil Sims, I haven't heard the album, so I can't really give an opinion on it. Um, but by popularity, I feel like she's probably the the least popular out of all the nominees. Yeah, that goes. Uh, yeah, that's that's an easy shot. Still, yeah, like uh, you, before so I think, like you, he wouldn't have heard the album. I, so think, I think that no, Dave will snatch this one. I think, I think you're underrating Crop Circle for one, because you have to remember that's Nines' debut major label album came out when three. And there was no product, there was no like physical sales, anything like that, just quick digital release. And um, I think, yeah, I think it's a big album. Personally, this is my opinion, by the way. The opinions expressed on this show tonight are those of Scully and Scully alone and not those of his various employers, nor are they tied to the allegiance of the Mobos. There's my disclaimer quick. Um, Scully letting us know that he has multiple streams of income. We love it. Man's got a political connection, though, man. Don't... <laughs> 
Come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, listen, all of you listening, if you're listening to this podcast, put your stocks in Plug Power or Palantir. It's not guaranteed returns, <laughs> but that's what I do. Um, nah, but I think it's a hard one because the best album category is from 2017 to 2019, and the UK has never been an album culture in it. But all of a sudden, people drop in albums and they're flames. I think there's been a lot of flames albums recently. I think it's recognizing the importance of albums and what it does for their artistry. Mm. So I think that's why they've kind of taken that grasp, you know. So um, I guess in today's scene, having Fraser T. Smith working on your project is like a cheat code. Mm. Everyone can have their own reservations and stuff, but whenever Fraser T. Smith is sniffing around, you know, it's guaranteed to do something. Boy, Fraser T. Smith sold his publishing the other day. You know that Swear company down. that everyone is talking about, Hypnosis? Yeah. They bought Just Blaze and Rizzo's publishing and all of this, da 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 da. Calvin Harris. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. They got they got Fraser T. Smith's as well. Do you know the figure? I do not know the figure. Um, I'm sure you got a nice amount, but uh, yeah, mm. crazy. It's crazy. Okay, so Foles, do you have an opinion on who you think will snatch this award? I believe, um, I think Kano might get that award. You know, yeah, I think Kano might get that award for hoodies all summer. Um, and I believe, obviously, that was only one category. I know there is another album of the year category as well. Um, yeah, that's the more current one. That's the more current one. I believe, yeah. I think I do. Is I would, I'd actually like to see him get. It. Maybe that's maybe that's what's kind of coming out. And what I'm saying. Um, but like like Scully said, in terms of popularity, Dave's albums there. You can't underestimate Nine's Crop Circle, and he's got the song on there with Dave and himself venting, which, which for me is a classic mm. for the streets. Mm. Um, and the tune with Jay Hoss. What's that tune? That rhythm is cold. High roller, yeah, high yeah, roller. Yeah, is that the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. the Come on, man. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I see you shining, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, the album is big, man. Come on, man. And I think Sims. The thing about Sims is, I think in terms of artistry, she is one of the best rappers in the UK. And I know she does get. <laughs> it's a bit like KSI, but it's not the same as KSI because KSI is not rated because. Is someone else? Yeah, is someone else got COVID back there? Let me know. What's is, that, going is, on, that, bro. is that Jude? Is hey, Jude hey, with Corona back there. That, might, that was pro. That was pro coughing up there. The other, <laughs> I got a vegan in here. I got a vegan correspondent. Hey, nah, what, nah hey, that coughing is nuts. Hey, pro, we say what? 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 The vegan diet ain't saving you from the roni. What's that? The, the Corona. Nah, nah. Well, I'm yes, um, recently yeah, about yeah, um that. about vegans. They're like forty two percent more likely to break their bones than that. Swear down. Mad. Yeah, no. yeah. So apparently, get like you need you need to get some iron in your diet, man. Eat a steak, man. It won't hurt, man. You be all right, man. You tough, right? What what sea moss gel that ain't doing the business? I don't. Hey, don't disrespect the sea moss, bro. Bro, I, I drink sea moss daily. That's why I'm worried. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, bro, listen. When I say life is beginning to change, I'm having sea moss every day. Yeah, macaroon powder. You know, 
Super green powder, bro. Hella supplements. What babes are you trying to see though? After after all your endeavors, man. <laughs> <laughs> not everything. Is not, this is why I don't like man. You know, not everything is for babes. Man is like, man is drinking a gallon of Seymour so he can start slanging that good wood in the community. I see what you're doing, bro. You guys need to chill. So a man can't better himself, yeah, for the sake of bettering himself. Yeah, we're, show, we're showing how shallow we are. Strictly for the women's, isn't it? That's what Vance is saying. If you're, man's drinking a gallon of Seamus. RNA, man. I can't lie, yeah. I can't lie. My self-improvement is for myself. Love that. Because <laughs> I want to be better, in it? But hold tight the girls, in it? But, you know? Yeah. You know? you got to do what you got to do. Other category, though. Other rap album. Not rap album. Album of the year category, sorry. Um, Which obviously covers this last year. We've got J-Huss, Big Conspiracy. Stormzy Heavy's The Head, Mahalia Love and Compromise, Nines, Crabs in a Bucket, and Leanne Le Havis, Self-Titled. Some great albums. Uh, fantastic albums on there. Can I just say Leanne Le Havis's album was sensational for me. Um, I loved it. Nines, incredible album, number one album. Oh, well, three number one albums on it um, that, that I know of, obviously. j Huss, Big Conspiracy great album no radio singles no videos but he still managed to achieve and for me it's it's the it's the best album i had the i had the best experience listening to that album stormzy heavy as the head obviously big dog stormzy um it's quite balanced in the denominations in in terms of the nominees so i don't know what you 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 guys opinions are on this um, but I'm banking for Jay Huss to win. Whether it's realistic or not, I'm not sure. I would just like to confirm and to reiterate that I do not decide who wins the Mobos, in it? There is a panel of several people. So it doesn't matter what I think alone. I enjoy a lot of those albums. All of those albums, in fact. Um, for me, rap-wise, Huss might still have the album to get. But I'm really, I'm really feel, feel, feeling it's recently biased, but I'm really feeling Lowski's album, man. I can't lie. Okay. Yeah, and I'm with, I'm with you. Okay. It's, not, it's, it's not up It's to, too it's late to, yeah. It's too, to, yeah. But I'm feeling it, man. I'm feel, like, yo, I'm surprised. Yeah? Yeah, man. yeah, we'll get to the bit of the music conversation in a little piece. Um, but yeah, it's um, that, that one is a strong category for me personally. Um, I don't know what you guys are saying in regards to that but um that's how i personally feel yeah no it's um so. it's, it's it's a it's a solid um it's, a, it's quite stacked as well the only album i'll be honest i actually haven't heard is Mahalia, so um i couldn't give an yeah. opinion either way i'd be lying to you if i said i heard that is, album is it's good is, is that the album is that the album with the lma single on there yeah 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 what you did yeah with the old boy sample okay Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. that song's called. Yeah, listen, Huss, in that in that category, Hustle Nines, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at getting the album, but then I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, Big Mike won that. That 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 wouldn't shock me, you know. So yeah, um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be shocking at all. Yeah, yeah. But um, Jay Hustle Nines personally is uh, who I'd like to to see win that. Um, should we do should we do newcomer? Listen, you got about five more minutes of me in it, so let's get to the meat and the bones. What do people have beef about? I don't mind taking the flack. <laughs> I don't mind. I like all the smoke. Do you know why? Because there's no smoke without fire. Yeah? And I'm flames. So let's go. 
what have the people been complaining about? I remember, what I remember, I remember my first Magnum. Scully's firing, bro. <laughs> you tell us because I ain't seen anybody complain so you tell us or Vans tell me what what are they what the complaints have been about what are people like upset at omissions who shouldn't be in there or who isn't already in there I'll I'll give you one actually I know one that I saw that made me laugh I saw people saying too many white people nominated and it's literally three it's literally three white people nominated I think some might some might say that's three too many. Yeah, but that's the lowest that that the um that the Mobos has ever had. Okay, I oh, see. So saying we're stepping the right direction, or is that what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, man. I think bro, out of probably like a hundred nominees for three to be one, basically ninety seven percent black. It's not bad, man. And yeah. H, come on, man. H, you can give him a spot. You can give him a spot, man. He's done. Mm. He's done. Working. It's just it's music of black origin, and so it's always felt like that's our yeah, yeah, yeah. our but thing. Come on, well. man! There's no, there's no Sam Smith or Ed Sheeran nominated this year, so allow us, man. Yeah. Um, who else is nominated? No, Mira, Mira May. I mean, if it's an Africans only live stream, technically, she got some of the technicality. <laughs> you know them ones. <laughs> you know them ones. <laughs> and, and same thing for pot of paper. So, <laughs> you know, so really, truly, it's just H. <laughs> Fair. I think it's important to also let um, our listeners know that there is a timeline from um, where you know how how the nominations work. So from from what timeline? So from I think it's from September 2019 till September this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed. From where people can make the cut. Yes. So um, who's got the list of um, the best newcomer nominations? Right, cool. I've got that. Um, so best newcomer H, Alakai Harley, Darko, <laughs> Dutchavelli, Avorian Doll, Millions, Mira May, Parsalu, Shabo, Tiana Major Nine, M Honcho, and Lowski. There's a whole bunch of people there for me who aren't newcomers, but they're not always going to get it right in it. So, um, I think it's because of the obviously the hiatus last year. Yeah, so mm-hmm. some people obviously are in there off the back of that. So, um, I feel like if there's probably an award that H has been nominated for and doesn't win, he'll win the best newcomer. It'll be one of them ones. Yeah, all the all the label babies, and that's not to disrespect anybody. Anybody that's like, you know, got that major backing is from experience is always more likely to win an award in it. So, um, yeah, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me to see him win that one. Most definitely, most definitely. But, um, yeah, man, unfortunately, I've got to cut it short. I've got to go mm. do a 10 10 right now. No, no, you got to go, go, go pay the bills, bro. You know, I've got to, try, I've got to take home that, that, that award next year from the MOBOs, man. You know what it is, man, so... Let's say keep working, my bro. Let's get some personality. words in, man. Let's get some uh, R.I.P. Maradona, yeah. Original cocaine cowboy. Yeah. You know what it is, yeah. Cowboy baby, yeah. Rest in power to a real hero of the game. <laughs> yes. Um, Big up YouTube, man. Genuinely, big up YouTube because I have fallen out of love with podcasts over lockdown and I listened to literally two, two. And no cap, I'm not saying this is biased because you guys are my guys. Everything you guys have got me through a lot of lockdown. Like a lot of lockdown. I have followed you through the, through some of the amazing guests you had. 
like, bro, like, how did you get Mo on on the show, man? I love that episode as well. Political connects, man. You know I the love, vibes. I love that. I love that one, man. And, you know, I appreciate and that, man. Obviously, the one with JoJo and Huda was sick. But oh, every that was dope. Week, we'd 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 been uh, we'd been away. Sorry to cut. You've been away from studio for ages we've obviously locked down the first lockdown in it and that was the first episode back so i was just i hadn't seen vans in ages i was gassed and hadn't seen h and yeah the vibes were right and shouts out to them too for coming on as well and just giving us and i think we sat down for like damn near three hours three and a half hours yeah it took me three sessions to listen to that episode but it was sick you know so much respect to them for coming on man Uh, that was that was a good that was that was a good sit down i like if you have a longer episode it's always nice to have a few more bodies in the room and everyone kind of get to express themselves so now i appreciate the kind words my guy consistency amazing but keep going and when we're back in studio shout me i'm there i'm always supporting what you guys do never go in hollywood on you man because yeah, he's <laughs> from early. And foes, keep up bands watching it. Keep up bands watch because I don't know what you're saying. I'm not about, but come on, you know, you know, you know the Congolese Casanova moves come like on, a. You know, Hola, Velvito. You know what he's on, man. <laughs> you know, crazy man. The hey, Papi, you know. Come on, to all the ladies listening right now. Yeah. Ah, uh, you're doing too much, man. Go host an NSMV ten. I'm getting kicked off. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. But it's much love, man. Ah, man. It's you guys. Big love. Yeah. Respect, Scotty. Love, oh, bro. Love. love. Off the cuff, worldwide, baby. Just the two of us. Yeah, we here, man. Just, just us two now. Yeah, man. Just the two of us. You know, as you know, the vibes. Um, in in continuation of the Mobo talk, um, I think one thing that we fail to highlight is the fact that Nines has topped the nominations list with five nominations. Sick. You know. Best uh, male act, album of the year, video of the year, best hip hop act, and best album 2017 to 2019. Yeah, that's crazy. And those, yeah, those, those uh, nominations are valid um, in all those categories. So we love to see it. So you, I know um, you was asking of, um, before Scully went, he wanted to obviously get into like the juicy bits and pieces about um, who else people were discussing that, you know, Eva shouldn't be on there or um, isn't on there. Like any uh, mission, was, there, was there anyone? Cause like, I've, I've missed that social media the last few days. Is there, what, what was the, what are the streets saying? Cause you know, there's always complaints. I think, I, think um, I wasn't, I kind of moved myself away from the noise in regards to who should and shouldn't be on there because at at the end of the day, artists and, um, you know, consumers alike or fans are going to be disgruntled at something, right? Yeah. So how Mobo did it, they were announcing things one by one. So literally what you're going to get is knee-jerk reactions yeah um noticeably nsg were nominated for one at one point where it was just best video for lupita which i love that song a lot and i was like okay it's a nice video a lot of beautiful dark-skinned women in there beautiful black women in there um which is very different to their usual style of videos they've left the block which makes sense I'm not going to have that video. I'm I'm not going to listen to that song with um, a visual of them on the block. No, 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 not at all. 
but then they were also nominated for Best African Act, which I was having a conversation with a bunch of people on Clubhouse, um, speaking to um, Neptizel about it, because he was on the panel as well. And um, it was a debate whether NSG should be categorized in the uh, Best African Act. Are they there because, you know... There's a bunch of Africans in the in in a group. Are they having <laughs> like, their African inspired music? Because I think they do have inspiration from African music, but I wouldn't class them as necessarily Afrobeats. Well, I've, I mean, it's not an Afrobeats category, but it's best African act. It's Af- yeah. It's so like, in my mind, is like the best music coming out of Africa, which doesn't make sense to me because I think that their music is very London, very much London as well. I know they originated with doing Afrobeats. Yeah. But um, I don't know. What, what what are your opinions on it? I was going to say that I feel like they're having their moment where they get the nigger award without even people might think what am I talking about? Remember when Tyler was, Tyler Crate was talking, I think at the Grammys when they, yeah. I think they put him in the rap or hip hop category when his album wasn't yeah, necessarily yeah. that. Yeah. So because he's black. So I feel like because they're afs and there is a certain inspiration in the music, it's like, okay, cool. If we've messed up and not given them enough recognition, let's just fling them in the African act. So, they, so you're saying that they didn't know where to place them? I don't think anywhere to place them. If you're saying, because I saw that, I was a little bit confused initially. So if I see that they're only, only nominated for one, and then I think there was like a reshuffle and then later they're now part of that category is that like, oh, yeah let, so let, if let, you look at the the, the 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 nominees so best african acts you've got burner boy tiwa savage davido fireboy dml um rimmer um master kg adi couldn't lay gold obviously nsg afro b whiskey stoneboy shatawale um a lot of the people that I was speaking to were saying that they think that Shatawale is only in there because of the Beyonce thing. Of course. Um, but, um, and people are also or may have a lot of words to say if Whiskey does not win because of Made in Lagos, but that nomination wasn't based off that. No, no, he's done. He's done enough to be in that category before that album already. You've got the heavy. So when I look at that category, I'm looking burner, burner, Wizkid, and if we're probably being technical, yeah, yeah, she had a decent year. But if we're being technical, what's what's probably been the biggest Afrobeat song or song out of Africa over the last year? It's um from Master KG, Jerusalem, KG, Jerusalem. Mm. Over, uh, well over a hundred million streams. Like you can't escape that song. Like. I knew that's I knew it's one of them ones you know about the song before you even knew about the artist. Like I just heard that song everywhere right. before I even realized who had right. vocaled it, who the person was. So, um, is it enough to earn him the win, though? No, I don't think it's enough, but it's definitely enough to be in the category and to be nearer the top end in regards to like who's going to win it. Because I think some of those things also play a part of like, like I said, labels people assigned to who's going to be there on a the night, who's probably going to perform as well. That plays a part. So who's going to yeah. perform on the night? Um, they don't want a whole lot of their um, their nominations to be accepted via video link of people not being in the building. It kind of takes away from the moment. 
So if you're if you promise to be there and uh, you're definitely either going to present an award or perform on the night, it's very likely that you'll be winning one. It's not all doesn't always happen because I think um, I remember a few years well, ago it happened to Wretch and Wretch didn't win. But generally, generally, if you're performing on the night, you're you're uh, usually dead on cert to be winning an award in it. So um, I'll be very shocked yeah, if Weasel so, Burner don't win that category though. Uh, it'll be it'll be those two that yeah. I think uh, that are at the front of the queue for best African act. So um, the MOBA Awards are going to be on December the 9th, 7pm, fronted by YouTube, uh, hosted by Maya Jama and Chunks. And the listed performers on the night will be Miss Banks, Tiwa Savage, Heady One, M. Huncho, and Koji Radical. Okay. Interesting. They're probably going to, um, they may add some more people, um, you know, uh, down the line, but those are the official um, details of what I can see. Yeah, no, we definitely, I, I think they'll but stack it. not quite it. everything at the moment. Yeah, yeah they're going to stack it more for sure. Um, yeah, so I think um, it will probably go to Burner. For me personally, Best African Act. Um, He's also up for the Grammys as well, know, so yeah, it, will, it will kind of should tie in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't constitute for African Giant because African Giant came out just um, before the window shut. So it's definitely in regards to Twice as Tall, all the features that he's been a part of. I know that he's on the Jerusalem remix that we were just talking about. Um, he had a big show in London last year in November. So all these things play a part. Yeah. I think I think this is the success story of African Giant. Even though they've got their dates and the cutoffs, bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, that album it come out, ended over. Yeah, that that album come out in July and it's, it lives on till now. Like even if officially we're saying yeah, September 2019 to September 2020. Yeah, the album in terms of like people's um, influence him and them in regards to why they vote for him. I think that's gonna play a major part as well, whether people want to admit it or yeah. not. So um, of course, of course. And then, um, what else do we have? Best R&B Soul Act. Um, interestingly enough, Western have been nominated. <laughs> I wouldn't call them R&B, but, and I wouldn't call them Soul. So, so yeah. yeah, I think that's a bit of a strange one. I do think that they should have had a best group category because there are a couple groups. Yeah. You've got DBE, you've got Young T and Bugsy. Um, you've got, NSG, you got Western, you know, I think that's enough. Um, I think I'm missing someone out, but I think that's enough for a, a category to be there. Um, what else is there? Is there a best hip hop act? There is, yeah. So on best hip hop, you've got J Haas, Nines, Miss Banks, D Block Europe, Crepton Conan, and Potter Paper. Um, best hip hop, in terms of that category, there's only two people that should be considered for me nines and pot of paper in terms okay. of like rap rap and yeah those are the two that i would look at and i wouldn't put jay house as a hip-hop artist in it at the end of the day what about Corona? i would but i feel like nines and pot of paper have had a better year than they have so you think so yeah i believe so you've got you've got um, let's, let's factor in what project have crept and conan had that compares to training day three in that in that, well, in that year they dropped an album, their last album. They done the O two. 
Um, they had a big song on there, the Ghetto Love with Whiskid. Yeah, that's the that, that, that I love Ghetto Love. I love seeing them um, sell out the O2 and have such a big show. And if I'm right, I think that, that will happen after Cadet passing. And they made a moment when they're up there and they, they definitely paid their I love. Went to that show as well. Show. I heard it was a really good show, um, but I don't think that would constitute as to why I'd vote for you in regards to the best hip hop act. Personally, it still, it still has to be the music for me. And I just feel like, um, yeah. Pot of paper or nines for me would win that in regards to yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to bring out a, a you know a, a more well rounded argument in terms of criteria for best. Yeah, no, I hear you. I just but I feel like if you got music for music, their last project I don't think stands up against nines or pot of papers personally. But it'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting now to let, let our listeners decide and y'all can give us our opinions. Um, give us sorry your opinions on um on what you think. I think the only one before we get off this, I'd probably want to just highlight is best grime. And this is public voted as well. I always kind of, anyone that's public voted kind of always jumps out of the page to me. Cause that's like I said, I always feel that's more democratic. Um, we've got yeah. gets P money, manga, St. Hilaire, Capoli and JME. Right. Um, I think gets has been on a mad run in it. Um, Yeah. Been on a really cold run. I like the last album, um, Get a Gospel 2. So yeah, I would, I would... When did that come out? That was... That might have been last year. Let me even check just to okay. make sure. It's where you always want to be right with regards to... Actually, no, you're right, man. I think it's actually a little bit earlier. It's 2018. 2018, so... He's cooking up at the moment. Yeah, um, he, he's he's been bopping all his features. Been all his features. Features. That 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 is down in the criteria, so um, you can't rule that out. He's been busy in it. It's all about um, how active you've been. Yeah, you know, um, as a hip hop act, you know. So, um, I mean, sorry, as a grime act. So, um, yeah, I I've. I think that it will go to him based on that, and also everyone likes gets. Mm, true, like a Billy plays a fact as well. That, 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 of course, that, that plays a plays a part. Funny enough, though, I feel like uh, Manga has had some of the better projects in Grime over the last few years. So it's actually really nice to see him. I think we spoke about Outburst from the Outskirts, um, yeah, which was the album before the the most recent one, um, and even his recent album was good as well. So if Gets doesn't win that. I would actually really like to see him win that. His profile isn't as big as some of the other guys on there, like your P Money's and your Gets and your JMEs. But in terms of actual bodies of work and, you know, ability on the mic, I think he's very deserving of that award nomination yeah. and possibly even the win. Yeah, it makes sense, man. Um, if, uh, I mean, if we're, if we're going to judge it on music alone, but we'd, we'll just have to see, man. I think... Um, Movo is um it can be seen as a bit of a popularity contest. So certain artists can be in danger of losing out based on that. That's true. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, man. I think um it's been funny watching us all adapt to the award shows at home. Like I think Ray it did a really good job. The nom the performances were dope. Um I've watched some of the BT award stuff over over in America and I feel like them not having the crowd has made artists have to the ones that really do care about the craft 
step up like the stage production and give us a bit more. So I'm, that's what oh, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to is the performances to see who's really going to bring it. Aside from obviously all the people that I've mentioned in regards to awards and like you guys obviously can go online and look at the uh, the rest of the nominees. We haven't covered absolutely everybody, but um, the performances is where I'm going to kind of like really want to see where people step up and show us how much they care in it. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be amazing to see. What was the day again? Remind everyone. Uh, it's going to be on Wednesday, December the 9th, December at 7 the 9th. p.m. Cool. Yeah, fronted by YouTube. All right, all right. Uh, YouTube have done an amazing job in capturing um, performances. So, yeah, man, it's going to be dope. Let's get to the shenanigans, though, man. We spoke away last week. Shouts out to Ree, who was on last week, who was giving our, yeah. our, our opinions and our thoughts on what could potentially happen our disbelief that it was actually happening, but Gucci and Jeezy versus yes. actually happened last week. I stayed up mm-hmm. for it. It was on at like 1am UK time. Yeah, I sacrificed yep. to sleep and I was thoroughly entertained for all the, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. We, I think we as um, a society or people, we like to see crud. Mm. We want to see crud. We like drama. Um, and yeah, it, it was something I was thoroughly um, looking forward to. I'm a big Jeezy fan. Um, and that whole time period of the trap music in Atlanta at the time. You know, Jeezy, T.I., Gucci, and obviously the historical beef. Mm. So... Um, you knew the type of energy. I like. I've always seen Gucci as the aggressor in it. Out of the two, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, purely, pure, purely based off his energy because he had to defend himself in in this in the scenario that we're talking about. Okay, okay right. Yeah, yeah. So his energy. He was always going to be the more disgruntled one out of the two. Yeah, because you know, it is. Yeah, like I've, I've, like I like that that you've gone that way with it. As much as he is the aggressor and comes off as like the big bad wolf, essentially, I feel like he was, you know, like it might might go about saying, but like proper hurt, you know, like when a man, even though like we obviously will get to it when they like pieced everything up and it seems like, like they kind of left the stage on one accord and there was a bit more of a, an understanding. I'm always going to be hurt. I'm always going to feel aggrieved because obviously the urban legend is that Jeezy sent his man down there to kill him. And I think that's a little bit of a stretch. We all heard the if you if you haven't heard the um it was at a radio station he he put it out there and he put it out there on a song as well said obviously yeah. the bounty was on the chain and he wanted the so icy chain and he put up ten racks yeah. for it, in it and then man went down there of their own accord according to Jeezy did what they did and obviously a life was lost but in Gucci's defense he's like yo listen like you may not have sent them to do that to me but that was the outcome of them coming down so. I'm never just going to forget that and leave that alone. And that's that's trauma. And for like the gutter side of the streets, that's like real nigga shit, like RNA behavior, bro. Like, nah, brother, like, we're not just going to piece things up. Like, you sent your man to come and do X, Y, Z to me. I'm not letting that go, you know? So it's uh, it was interesting to see. I knew, even I feel like even if Gucci had a better selection, because you could definitely could add more of his hits on there like he didn't play my kit in my kitchen or busting jugs there was things on it that he should have played that he didn't play 
I always knew that he was just going to go for straight disrespect. Yeah. Because it, it, was, the intro. It, it was all about performing these songs in your face. Now, yeah. on one hand, I go, how could Jeezy agree to this knowing my mind? He was always going to play the truth. Like, it was, not, it was not going to leave there without playing that song, innit? How do you sit there and let my man perform that in your face? And there was a point where it looked like it's going to go left, man. So we're smoking on Pookie Pack and dig your partner up, send someone else, I'll do it again. I'm looking like, whew, they might have to come this live. Prepared. Yeah, no, he was prepared. That's he was prepared. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, he was essentially the person that orchestrated it, right? So he reached out to Gucci um, to do this. So I think later down the, the line of the verses, it was revealed that Gucci was like, the only way I'm going to do it if you allow me to take it to the streets and play that song. You know? And just by Jeezy's counter, it was an indication that he was prepared for it. Mm. Because how he flipped it, it was like, you look at Gucci's face when Jeezy dropped his thing after his long um, MLK speech, you know, <laughs> he had planned this. He had planned the counter. And then I think that's when we all knew that he had defeated him from a music perspective. Yeah. But you say, look, look what you said. He defeated from a music perspective. I spoke to people all like the few days after. There are people that feel like even though we can say Gucci lost, he won. Because of the disrespect yeah. and like the antics and he had to it depends be on himself. what you care about. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm like you. I, 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 I was, there for, was there for the music. We only, we, we only yeah. cared or like it's whipped up a friends on social media because of the ongoing issues. But at the end of yeah. the day, it was about the music in it. So, and Jeezy definitely had, Jeezy could have like leaned into his Jay-Z bag more. I'm happy he didn't know because I wanted it to be yeah. about, him going like track for track with Gucci and not and then not being I wouldn't want it to have been him win and kind of have the whole like oh you need to lean into Jay Z to kind of beat him beat him off your own oh, he, he, yeah he had he he's he's had a lot more in the chamber without the Jay Z um stuff in it yeah. like so um you know there's there's a lot of songs that I can name that he didn't play which I was like okay um you know, and I know that Gucci was digging at him. He was like, you know, play the current hits. You want to play the current hits? <laughs> like, you keep talking about back in 05, like, play the current hits. And he tried to hit Jeezy with a current one. Um, I forgot the name of the song, but I think it was featuring Drake. And then Jeezy played Go Crazy, and it was like... Yeah, it was quite, it was quiet for my man. So he played, what else? He played, um, I think he's got one with Bruno Mars. Yeah, he played that one. I I didn't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So that I think that's where you could see emotion was killing Donny because he had for me it felt like Gucci didn't really have a strategy. And then you had the, you had the DJs. I was like, brother, you lot are like, there's a lot of gunshots in the back. Like, man, I got PTSD. Like, don't 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 fuel this fire any more than it needs to be fueled, bro. Because you lot are having your own independent <laughs> war back there with each other. You know. So I think yeah. that, that also added the the animosity and attention. Um, Gucci had the goons in the corner. Yeah, it was interesting that Jesus didn't have anybody in his section, you know, um, mm. and I, I was it kind of showed me a little bit of how he's viewed because I started obviously... Where they at? So, yeah, so Gucci is 
the man of the moment currently in terms of like music. Obviously, I know like Jeezy had an album out recently, but like we'll get into that. But in terms of like who is the guy like lit, high profile relationship, Gucci's a clone, new body from jail, like changed man, X, Y, and Z, like who's currently putting out music that maybe people I would say care about more is probably Gucci. Yeah. So looking and seeing Jeezy without anybody on his side kind of felt like, is this how he's viewed at home in Atlanta? Like, yeah, you're a legend. You was cold back in the day. You had bangers. You had classic albums, but you're not necessarily for the streets. And it's not a bad thing because it feels like, especially like how he handled the whole disrespect in his face and how he was kind of talking in between the rounds. He's kind of evolved into like different yeah. space, but it still feels like, even though like, yes, Gucci's evolved and, you know, healthier mindset, healthier body there's still that kind of gutter element there that the that, yeah. like the, the gutter still respecting it um so yeah it was it was it, those those things kind of jump out to me like okay cool that's you know you can kind of see how people look at people and the little jokes about what jesus i don't think his outfit was horrible but you know it wasn't it wasn't and um do you know what what uh, i was gassed about um and i was looking forward to hearing he played it um Shorty Low, they know remix mm. and uh, Jeezy's verse. I was like, yes, this is. Ex- I think I stood up. <laughs> I think I stood up. <laughs> Listen, I was active watching his verses. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I was hyped. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it was funny. It was funny just watching how everyone was like respectfully but joking on Jeezy's misses because she doesn't know that she knows anything about hip hop. So that was yeah, funny to yeah. see. Um, how do you feel about? Jeezy not playing Stay Strapped? Um, I believe that... Um, I believe that... Young Jeezy, or Jeezy, sorry, he was very much on this black empowerment sort of, like, one foot in, one foot out in it. Like, in one hand, he was like, you know, I'm still going to let you know that I'm the realest nigga alive. But at the same time, it's all about, I'm trying to elevate it. This thing is bigger than us. You know, like, uh, Gucci was talking about, like, you know, I came here with an outfit that cost 10 bands and 3 million worth of jewelry. And he's like, well, I own half of, of Atlanta. So it was like, he's trying to, he's not trying to match Gucci's energy for energy because it could very easily go left because of the fact that you know, if you want to match someone's disrespect, yeah, with disrespect, it then turns into a volatile situation mm. and it can go very left and it fucks up everything that he aimed to do. I think their aims were different. So that's the reason why I think that Jeezy didn't opt to play that. And I don't think that he necessarily needed to because that was in his angle. Mm you know yeah i mean um, i mean in the moment remember we were speaking last week about like toxic fans and stuff in the moment yeah. of the clash i wanted to hear it because i was there that was a little bit of me at the time i was like yeah i wanted the bs but in hindsight i get it from what you're saying like it would it would have kind of gone against his persona throughout most of the clash i do feel like yeah. he like at the start though it felt like jesus was a little nervous like or i would i don't know if nervous would be the right word but he wasn't comfortable he won't, yeah. he won't comfortable until like a few rounds in. You've got Gucci standing up the whole, you know, like 
when Donny's standing up and you know them dancers when you're in the dance friends and man don't put away mm-hmm. their, their their jacket in a cloakroom and you feel like he's got it on him. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like G- yeah. it felt like Gucci had it on him and he was letting everybody know that I'll air out this whole club right now. Strippers and everyone. Like everyone everyone can get yeah. it. So Yeah, yeah. And it shows how like much people are invested into drama because if you want to look at it numbers wise, nine point one million view- viewers in total. Crazy. And you know, you had the MTV VMA Awards, their viewership was six point four million. Oof. So uh, a long standing network like MTV not being able to um you know trump their 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 versus numbers because that that's a relatively new platform it, it was its inception was this year it's it's crazy um but swiss beats he had something to say in regards to um fellow black outlets mm. um on a, on a post on a post um in the back of uh, the source magazine um having a digital cover jeezy um and gucci Unity, 20 years in the making. Swiss Beat said, Unity, with the black fist, I noticed some black outlets didn't post his verses, but most did. Um, but if Jeezy and Gucci would have been violent, everyone would have reported the negative vibes. It's all good. We will continue moving forward and onwards. Keep that same energy. Respect to the source. The culture always wins. FYI, no violence was reported last night in ATL. Prayer hands. So, I mean, just to echo what you were saying, it it it, it just furthers the point of like everyone wanted blood in it, mm. <laughs> um, because I ain't even gonna lie to you. There's there there were probably a lot of people that know nothing about the pair of them, but they just were. It was all down based off the hype, and I think that. Jeezy's catalogue is so extensive that I think that he would have taken a, a, a different approach if he had versed T.I. Yeah, it would have been more, it would have been more bangers for bangers and it would have been the... Commercial. Yeah, the, you could lean into the commercial bag, bag the Jay-Z bag possibly, and there'd be, it would have been a bit more camaraderie in the room, you know, so... Oh, yeah. It would have been a, a lot more wholesome. Yeah, there might have been spicy chat, though, because obviously there's the always the... Um, to talk about like oh, yeah. who invented trap music and you know yeah so but I think see I used to go call himself King of the South as well so yeah um and and we all know what Ti is like <laughs> um you know everyone wants to be the big dog in in their hometown in it so as they should you know, do you know what I was gonna ask you yeah considering before you go considering that they finished the clash with their collaboration so icy could one argue that it possibly invalidates a little bit of the extra energy from Gucci at the early early um, parts of the clash uh, sometimes you enter a situation and you leave it with a totally different outcome and regardless of the fact that Gucci came in with a type of energy maybe he was in the back of his mind somewhere he was hoping that um, it would end in a way where he can finally let his guard down mm. and be cool. Because I feel like they spoke. Like, they had to have spoke because you said you, you referenced earlier that they were on the phone. Yeah, like yeah, Gucci saying to Jeezy like like 
you knew I would basically want to play this. That like, like I told you, if I can't do the street shit, I ain't doing this. So yeah, it kind of feels like may, whether they spoke directly or through an intermediary, that there was a level of understanding in regards to, okay, cool. I'm going to do this. And I feel like obviously there, there had to be an, a decent sized bag involved to make things sweet for Gucci. I feel that goes without saying. Oh yeah. Um, Jeezy's been up for it because he has an album. He had an album out that night. So it's promo. You know, everybody wins. Yeah. But we must he have been a chat. And for there to have been a chat, they're in a better space. So we finished with So Ice. It doesn't mean, I'm not expecting them to do music together or tour or hang around each other, but just like the mm. extra energy. I don't feel like it was even warranted because if you've already spoken, we've already kind of got cool. The fact we can speak, it's done. It's dead in the water, isn't it? Like, and you know when you have them situations, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, but I'll, I'll, I'll got to bang you in the face first, and, and then I'll be cool. And that's cool. That that you know that's a good analogy. That might have been what playing the truth was for him. It's like cool, we're cool, yeah. or we can work to being cool, or I can pretend to be. I'll cool. I'll bang you in the face in front of everyone. Yeah, because I've before I've, like, I've got to combine yeah. our thing. Let me bang you in the face, innit? Yeah, I've got to get my embarrassment licks in as well. And Jeezy, Jeezy was happy to take it because. Maybe he's, Bam, he's not, when I watched that, I was like, "Yo, yeah, he's he's not on he's not on that energy anymore." Or maybe he's playing the cool guy thing because man do it. They play the cool guy thing, and you trouble them, and they smoke your head off. Like it might mm. it, it might still be there, you know. So I feel like people because there's so much money at stake, man don't want to move around with negative negative issues because it's gonna scare the money away. Oh yeah, once Apple is involved, it's no longer in uh, just a sole Instagram thing. Mm. You know, Apple is involved two respected legends in the game in Swiss Beats and Timberland are front in this. So it's like, and there's contracts. It's the, they literally give you a contract to sign. So, um, there's so many stipulations that, um, prevented this from going left. If that was the intentions yeah. of doing so. Um, so yeah, man, in terms of entertainment, it was great, man. It was great. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's something that I'll probably revisit at some point as well, um, you know, just to enjoy again. So, yeah, man, our listeners, let us know if um, who you sided with and who you think won. Yeah, certain section of the streets were looking differently at Jeezy a little bit. I had a couple of street guys that I've got on Twitter, like, they can't believe it. Mm. I lost respect. But mm. I was them I work in extremes, isn't it? Like... Yeah, you know, catalogs in a bin. I'm like, brother, it's not that deep, man. <laughs> catalogs in a bin, you know. Yeah, it's not. It's not that deep, bro. It's not he that deep at all. Yeah, no, nah, he, he did. He showcased his catalog. Yeah, he he did his thing, man. He did his thing, and I, like I said, I you know, Magic City. I, I thought I was gonna hear Super Freak. I was disappointed that I didn't hear that. Yeah, Gucci didn't I play Freaky Girl. Up. Like he didn't play that. Like mm. he had his. He has, he's got his feature bag that he didn't even really lean into. Like there was a lot, but obviously, like when your strategy is violence. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's not much you can do. But they 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 put on for their city, man. No pun intended. They really put on for Atlanta, um, in terms of that big clash. Look what it did. Like a a, a place like Atlanta was just global that night. Yeah, and and there was like from what Swiss Beat said, there was no trouble after because that was what was making me laugh. Like man is saying they're going to the after party. I said, bro, I'm watching from my house. Even I don't feel safe where I am. And you man are going after party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Myth, bro. <laughs> But I think in Atlanta, everybody's got their 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 burners on them out on show. So 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish a nigga would. He wants to die tonight. Yeah. He wants to die tonight, yeah, yeah. basically. Don't don't play it. Do the cowboy thing outside, innit? <laughs> so I was like uh, I was happy to hear that from Swiss that everybody uh behaved themselves, which is good. But um where should we go on to? Kevin Hart. New stand up special. Zero F's given. Uh, I never watched it. Oh, you ain't seen it. Have you seen any of the clips floating around? I saw one clip um, that he posted on his Instagram okay. about um, his wife complaining oh. that, you know, he's not serving yeah, well yeah, yeah. anymore. He's, and he's like, Rah, what do you want this life? Or <laughs> you got to pick one. You can't get both. Yeah, so do you want to be successful or do you want good dick? Like, just... <laughs> that's, a, that's a mad, that's a, that's, that's a wild statement. Good. Yeah, he was like, I gave you good dick when I was broke. Didn't have much going on for me, but I'm successful. I'm tired. I'm 41. <laughs> I was looking at bro. Is, is that is that the price of fame and money in that? Like your your sex life goes down and that. Is that what happens? <laughs> Boy, if anything, it gives me more access to the pussoir. Mm. You know? mm-hmm. I've got, like I'm Kevin Hart, I've got my other people running around doing a lot of things for me. You know, people can come and bring me food to my bed if possible. Especially now that we're in lockdown. Brav, pam away in it. <laughs> you know, when you're so rich, you have like different sections of your household. Like, so you won't be disturbed. Bro, I'm watching Crown in a minute and that's the monarchy. So their money's different. But yeah, you're right, bro. If you have your own wing, East Wing, West yeah. Wing. You just, yeah. bro, you just got better space. You can do what you want. Trust me, it's beating on marble floors. I've got to give you a performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going for that, that Oscar that night, but I tell you that. Yeah, if I could see my reflection on my floor, what? <laughs> I'm going ham. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you mean? <laughs> well, so I'm getting triple platinum yeah, every night. Kids, though, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on, Kevin, man. Service that woman well. Yeah, and you're a braver man to be op- to openly admitting that as well. Cause all that's gonna happen is now the, the little nasty niggas are just gonna be in a DM like, "Raw, Kevin ain't." Mm-mm. So, you know, if you need if you need some attention and some servicing, I'm here, innit? You know. Do you know what? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people no longer take things for entertainment value anymore. So everything that an entertainer says, they take it off face value and they run with that. Yeah. And it can get these people into trouble. What What was it the other day that um that comedian alluded to the fact that Quavo was cheating on Sweetie? Ah, yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. It became like a, a scandal for a couple of days, and then she had to respond. She was like, "Yo, you lot almost got Quavo in trouble. I don't play that shit." Poor man, man just sat in the crib and that, and your baby's angry at you for for something you didn't even do. You have to buy a free Birkins. For those three days of like scandal, bro, you, you, she's on you so much. You're like, I might as well have done something for this extra attention I'm getting, bro. You imagine? That's crazy. But um, I did hear that he was a lot more candid in this one. Yeah, um, do you know it is for uh, someone like Kevin. He he speaks a lot about very much what's going on in his life, his family, his missus, his ex-wife. That's his content, isn't it? He doesn't get don't he doesn't delve into race, politics, culture. That's never been Kevin Hart in it. It's jokes around mm. his family. All right, all right, all right. It's it's all it's all it's that's his lane in it. So yeah, I feel like this special was a miss. That's in my personal opinion, and I know from what I was reading and seeing online that a lot of people did feel that way. Um, he's not funny. Oh, I saw a lot of that. Yeah, do you know what it is? He's had like seven or eight stand-up specials. Like 
even some of our f- most favorite comedians, like the legends, the goats of all time, don't have that many. Like it's very hard to consistently perform at that high level, you know. Um, Oversaturated himself, possibly because I was surprised to even see this one. The last one, which I think was the Irresponsible tour, where he stayed. The stage is right in the middle of the audience. That one had a lot of dry spots for me, a lot. Like you know, even and even that was okay in spots, but the amount of dry spots he had, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm eager to to watch a Kevin Hart stand up special at the moment, you know. So, so, so seeing him give what give us to like a surprise one in the middle of COVID, and where was it done? In his oh. in his house. So they obviously they oh, built they built a goodness. stage and did everything, and so it's actually in 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 his gaff. Do you know how rich you must be? No, oh, yeah, no, no. He's, yeah, he's clear. Like it's, it's, bro. You get to some level of money. It's like, fam, how, how do you still find find the funny? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Um, like, I, I'm, I'm not gonna be the first person to run towards a comedy special. I love a laugh, which is funny. Like that, I, I I'm not the biggest stand up guy. Because mm. I, I I love a joke, I love a laugh, but um, it's not something that I'm necessarily going to run towards. But um, if it was a Cat Williams special, then maybe or Chappelle, I would have ran to that. But I think over the past couple of years, Kevin Hart has been quite underwhelming for me in movies and in his comedy. So I didn't yeah. really take the liberty in, in you know going to find find that. I think you're the the kid. The word you've used is probably appropriate. Oversaturation, possibly, or something. It might even be an idea. It would just be man. Man's just not funny. Like you, you missed. You can miss, but if you've got seven or eight specials, we can. And I'm saying that like the last one had dry spots, but some people they found it funny. So let's say for argument's sake, this is the one that's fully, fully missed. You've got some classics. You've got seriously funny, grown little man, laugh at my pain. I think those are like bona fide classics for me that he did well in. You know, um, yeah, man. I went to um, see him back in 2012 when he done that O2, and that was funny. Yeah. Um. Although, although, <laughs> I must say that um, the Red Plastic Cup boys, bro, they had me in stitches. Yeah. Everyone, everyone that speaks that's been to his show say that like he's good, but they low key still the show. Yeah, them man, they were opening for him, but listen, <laughs> I was busting up properly. Mm. He's just a lot more animated than they are, but they have the the hard hitting punchlines and the jokes. Yeah, and the thing with Kevin is like, I don't think he, he just listen. It's easy for me to say in it, like I didn't put my blood, sweat, and tears into a, spe- a special, but he's for someone that's saying they're calling their special zero f's given. He's been clapping back, and I've seen videos him talking about it. Like even um, there's a guy called Tariq Nasheed who is, gives opinions a lot of stuff. Says so like, I like Kevin Hart. Real cool, guy, real cool guy, but this new Netflix stand-up special, Zero F is given, was not funny. I had to cut it off after 10 minutes. Kevin responds, right. please remind me why your feedback should matter again. I think I've done pretty well for myself by doing this comedy, comedy that's not funny. Good luck to you and whatever it is you do, power to the people. If I'm, if I mean, you're not going to hear that out of the park all the time, bro. And I feel like, one... He isn't probably as funny as we may have thought he was before. Two, likability plays a fact. So you get caught up in, so we had the the Mad Hotel fiasco. 
where he, where we do, where we don't negotiate with terrorists, and he came and gave the video himself, saying that you know he's being blackmailed and blah blah blah. Then we have the documentary where he's arguing with his personal trainer on the plane. There was a scandal with the um the car crash where he's mashed up his back and allegedly blew away from the scene and left two people in the car. You know, so I think all those things play a part with how people view him. Yeah. So I think that also doesn't help. Like when you're not in that likability space where like a university love universally love, sorry. Anything you put out is yeah. you're not gonna get the reception you you, you think you're gonna get. Yeah, man, I mean it's it, it's just it's just the, the, the game, like or with with everything that you put out, yeah. You gotta remember that your career is spanning towards where you were really Kevin Hart. Yeah. It's been about eight, coming up to 10 years, right? You've been successful for the majority of the decade. Bro, there's there's nothing to complain about. Mm. You've, you've set up your life for good. You've made your mark. People are going to remember Kevin Hart for sure. No, no, most definitely. Most definitely, but... I feel like that noise is getting louder about him not being funny. I will say though, you're saying about films. I think the last film I saw him in that I, f- I was actually impressed. Um, it's called The Upside. It's him and Brian Cranston. You know my man from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where he plays like he's, it, yeah. he's a carer to someone that's paraplegic. Um, okay. Yeah, it's actually it's not a comedic role. Like there are some funny moments in it, but it's not like a soul like go there and be funny. The ha ha guy is actually a, quite a serious role. And um, yeah, if you watch mm. it, I think the film's pretty decent. I'd give it like a strong seven and a, seven out of ten. And I feel like Kevin like plays his role pretty well. So maybe you might want to see more of that from him, where he steps away from the comedic slapstick type like stuff with Ice Cube or The Rock. You know, mm. I feel like in movies he's he's just be he's just being silly, playing a silly role. Um, and I think that can get a little bit grey in. It's just it's just a bit rinsed, isn't it? So give us more if you can give us more in it. So Yeah. Is what it is, man. That's but that's where I'm at with it. Other than that, the only other things I've been been watching, um, Small Axe hit our hit our screens again last Sunday. I don't know if you saw that. Lovers Rock. Lovers Rock. Um Yeah, I watched that man. Thoughts. Um, for the most part I loved it. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that uh, it was very precise in their focus in the the, the culture surrounding the house party. Yeah. Um, if you can cast your mind back to when you watched it, literally for an entire hour, it was just based in that house, right? And nowhere else. Mm. So they were really focal. Um, they really focused on what it was like at the time and how they went. And um, what it just said to me yeah, is that black people added a lot of source to this country. Big facts. <laughs> like literally like enjoyment to in, in ways that you know, it 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 could only have been brought to by black people. Mm. You know, and, and black people 
black people from the Caribbean, obviously, um, for for that time period. And, you know, it was just good to see black people enjoying themselves for a whole, for a whole hour. You know, sometimes you do have like internal issues within house parties. You know, you see the girls going in there and the other girls are screwing out. Oh, who does she think she is? <laughs> and it's crazy how like the events turned out later on in the film. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like I, I, I can almost imagine that you were in your element with the face to face intense whining in there. Come on, my agenda's complete, boy. I've we. Good, good. Yeah. Scrubbing. You need to feel my heartbeat. Fam, you know when, like, you're doing a face-to-face wine, yeah? Upon the wall, the wall is sweating, bruv. Dripping in sweat, If these walls could talk. Fam, and you're moving, but you're not moving. (laughs) You know them slow wines there, bruv? Yeah, there was a point, I see Michael Ward, his character, yeah, they was going for it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, you 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 lot wrote you lot wrote this in for me, fam. He's seen that in his household growing up. Of course, that face to face thing ain't no joke, bruv. That's why you would come into the shub single and you'll leave in a relationship. Yeah, I like, it was that kind of vibe. The thing you know, is, it's weird. It's like in the moment, I was like, "This is cold," but on reflection, yeah, I don't. There's f- a lot of things that were like. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it was as good. So I'll give you my misgivings and you can tell me like how you feel if I'm reaching, yeah. I did feel like a cool song. What was the, the classic Lovers Rock song? Is it Silly Games? Silly Games, yeah. Bro, they were singing that tune for long. For 15 minutes. Bro, <laughs> for so long. It's like, you know what? We get the point. It's obviously a classic. If you're aware of this song, you know of its importance, the heritage. If you if yeah. you don't, like Janet Kay, by the way. yeah. If you don't, by watching this, I would hope that you clock that this is this is like a this song kind of marks a moment in time, innit? But it was overkill. You they were singing it for long, for ages yeah. with no pull up, no DJ interacting. It was just super, 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 super long. So it kind of felt a I little think, bit stretched. I think um, Steve McQueen wanted to. Um, bring a lot of emphasis to that song so yeah you were right it is it was an overkill i even went to um make a cup of tea and they, and i came back and they were still singing it <laughs> acapella you know yeah that, that's what was killing that me never happens yeah like black people yeah when we when we have parties yeah we like to get through songs pretty quickly like and even if we wheel it up we're not going to play the whole song that never happens Mm. never happens and when the song was finished they sang it over and over four or five times acapella i was just like all right cool man we get it silly games is the theme of this movie yeah it'd be nice to probably hear some more songs to give a bit more of an education whether that's like overt like how it was the silly games or a bit more bit more subtle with like the radio playing in the background and other tunes and like when they had the cooking scene it just that just felt very stretched out. Obviously, I do, because it's an, it's an anthology series with regards to the Black British experience. So the week before last, we had the Mangrove Nine story. And of course, this week is about yeah. Lovers Rock. And I think um, the one that's going to come out this Sunday is about a black police officer. Did I hear? Okay. Yeah. Did I hear some Maxi Priest in there? Mm. Or am I bugging? I'm not sure. I can't remember, but you might be right. I can't remember. Though. I can't I can't confirm or deny. Um mm. 
But yeah, I would have liked to hear a bit more music from that time period and that genre. Um, if you're yeah, going to centre... Revolutionary yeah. was, was playing in there as well. Yeah, if you're going to centre it all in that one space in the house party, I think that maybe you could have told a few more stories a little bit. Like, it just just felt like scenes were stretched. Um, I'll speak to some people, yeah? Yeah. Like, the, mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not going to say that it's not relevant to have conversations or tell stories in regards to rape, sexual assault and like mis like behavior that we deem as scummy. But I don't know how relevant that scene was to that, um, to the story. Yeah. Obviously that's not my, I didn't feel like that should have been there yeah. for me personally. Like if you're going to do that, I feel um, tell, tell a bit more than like, maybe I don't know what was left on the carton room floor. Make it make sense. There was also the gay kiss with the two girls. It just yeah, it just all, it just all felt loose like it was why? If I saw people lipsing in the shrubs, yeah, I would have switched off my laptop. But it was up I think it was upstairs in a room. So it wasn't it wasn't on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, no 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 like, yeah like but I'm saying if like if that was the case I would have been like yeah this is inaccurate. I never saw anyone lips in anyone on the dance floor. Unless obviously the man that went, you know, on away games. <laughs> yeah, man, 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 man are going to towns with racially ambiguous women and that and suddenly changing their, their pattern of behaviour. <laughs> yeah, and um, that point where she went to the toilet and she sat down clean on the toilet seat and I was like, never in life. Yeah. As kids, we were always taught, yeah, when we go somewhere in public, bruv, it's a squatting thing. Squat, squat or you take half the toilet roll and put it on the seat. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So those. Like, so yes, it's good you said that. Those are all the small things, which when you add them up, it makes you think: Was this as good? Because obviously, in the moment you're watching, a lot of us watch and we're commentating via social media as well. So it feels like it's it's crazy. It's an amazing show, and you sit back and you're like, at that moment, I knew Steve McQueen wasn't married to a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Dr. Uma and you need him? Uh, you like you like cold blood. I knew I, I knew when I when I found out that obviously he um isn't with a sister. I was like, if they if he ever gets anything wrong within this whole anthology series that he's putting out, yeah, for small acts, yeah, that is going to come up. You know? So yeah. I don't know who worked alongside him, but I feel like on reflection. Small Axe, the Lovers Rock episode or series was probably a bit more of a miss than a hit when I really think about it. Um, it wasn't horrible, horrible all the way. Like, it was dope to see that representation on there. I think Michael Wood did well in his role for his character. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the the young lady that played, obviously, Love Interest, apologies, I don't, don't remember her name, but um, I think she did fairly well in her role. And the whole returning home and having to sneak back in and, you know, then have to get off for church in the morning. I, I can relate to that on, oh, a, sat- on a Saturday night. Even I'm, even though I'm a different generation coming in super late, but still being woken up for church in the morning. You, you went out to sin on a Saturday night, Sunday morning, you've got to drag mm. your ass to church, whether you like it or not. Same Donnie that she saw with the um, sign of the cross at the start. She saw him at the end when she was going home. That's crazy. That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, that's a reminder uh, from God that you need to get your ass home. 
Yeah. And, you know, moments where her friend left her and then she tried to, to um, see where she went and then she came across um, a bunch of white guys that could have potentially troubled her and that greasy security Donnie just came out of the shadows and they were like, it's all right, mate, leave it. <laughs> Bro, Donnie was so wham wearing a turtleneck here. Looked like he was wearing Nike, yeah. Nike Under Armour. I said, fam, how are you this wedge, bruv? Man's got shoulders on bruv. shoulders, bruv. I was like, who is this Lennox Lewis looking Donnie, fam? <laughs> <laughs> and you know when you had the unstable Donnie that came into the party? Yeah. I thought he was going to grab him. Bro, he even saved him. How are you getting greased up? A man saw police. He's like, just get inside. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah that's the kind of unity that I love to see in it. Yeah, like, even though I'm bagging you up, there's police that. outside. Mm-hmm. Get your ass inside and the house. that era as well. You know, as we saw um, with how the police treated black people um, in the first Small Axe yeah. um, installment, Mangrove, it, it was only right that he had did that. Hmm. You know, so um, yeah. I mean, I I like the fact that Steve McQueen, or you know, has has created this initiative, Small Axe. Um, there 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 are always going to be points of nitpicking about the execution and the the accurate or the inaccuracies of uh, the depiction of what is presented to us. But it's it's still good to see, man. I'm I'm looking forward to the other three. Comes out every Sunday on BBC, and I was watching an interview where he was explaining why he chose BBCs because um, he said that it was something that has been in the making for I think nine years. Wow. And he wanted it to be on a place where it was easily accessible for everyone. Where you didn't have to pay some sort of subscription and okay, this, yeah. that, and the other. So, I can respect that. Um, you know, yeah, some people may have raised eyebrows to choose um, the institution that is BBC as the platform, but um, it's available there for us, isn't it? I mean, we did. Uh, I'm actually happy you mentioned that, like people raising eyebrows. Um, we didn't speak about it last week, and I was a bit annoyed at myself for not remembering to bring it up. Are we as consumers, fans, um, whatever you want to coin us, do we look a bit funny in the light? Because I feel like a lot of us, whether you want to admit it or not, we're very vocal about like the whole N-word debacle on the BBC. Remember Sideman, we spoke about, we had Alex on. He um, quit his role and it was like, you know, a big moment online for a week or two. Considering all that happened and we've now got this type of content on that channel, it looks like we all flocked over there to watch it. Are we are we finding the light for still engaging in the BBC despite what had happened recently? Um, I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's very difficult for me to kind of, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, you can say that, but we are going to. It's not down on us. Like we're only there to view what's been presented to us, and if it got if it g- gains our interest, you know, I think as a whole, people are going to watch that. Mm. And not enough noise has been said about that that whole um, N word debacle as well. So it's like the older generation are going to watch something that means a lot to them, and the people that grew up 
in those homes where they had their parents that experienced these things are also going to watch that. Mm. You know, so I think I think it would be a bit harsh for me to say that we're funny and a light for still, you know, watching because there's some people that could not watch BBC on their day to day, but when something like that comes on, they watch it as a one off. Mm. I'll throw, throw it to our audience, to our listeners, if you look care or you think it's a, a valid critique, because I did see that kind of floating around before the first episode yeah. of Small Lights came out and it's like, rah, look at you lot jumping on the bandwagon and have, have you kind of conveniently forgot about what happened and with black people and the BBC recently. Like, I guarantee those people have still watched it. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it kind of is what it is and it's maybe the unfairness sometimes we have in regards to us being principled is like, okay, cool. I think the alternative was to wait a week or two and just watch it on Amazon. Number one, I don't think mm. it's free on Amazon. You have to pay. So that that throws a curveball in there if you're willing to pay. Two, um, we wouldn't... Like, Amazon is just a part of the massive machine and helps Jeff Bezos. So you're just kind of, you know, helping yeah. l- line the pockets of a, of a multi-billionaire who has some questionable ethical practices. So it's like where is the win in essence, you know? And then do you want to punish the young black creatives who've all been part of this, what looks like is going to be a wonderful series of short films, like where yeah. like someone loses on one end and the person that loses looks like you as well. So it's it's a hard one, but I think it's, I think it's a valid conversation to have at least just to see where we're at, because I feel like a lot of, a lot of people are like, yeah, boycott the BBC, we need to band together. And I was, to a degree on that wavelength, I very much respected what Sideman did by yeah. quitting his role. And we, like I said, we spoke about him when we had Alex Bass on, I think, episode 250 at the time. So, yeah. Be inter- yeah. It'd be interesting to get everyone's thoughts and opinions and their feelings. So, use the hashtag, which is hashtag off the cuff pod, O-double-F-T-H-E-C-U-double-F-P-O-D and let us know your thoughts. Yes. Um, other than that, I mean... Don't know if you've seen Will Smith. He brought the band back together. Fresh Prince reunion. Yeah. 30 years later, I believe. Um, yeah. No Uncle Phil, no no James Avery, the late great R.I.P. Rest in yeah. power. Um, but the, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Yeah, rest in peace, James Uncle Avery. Phil. Um, a, lot, a lot of people's <laughs> pops, really, helped them grow up. With, 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 yeah, man. We all grew up with um, that family on Fresh Prince. Yeah. Um, you know, um and yeah, Uncle Phil was like a a, a huge figure. He was a pillar of the community. He was a pillar of the community. Um and yeah, he he was like a, a staple on that show. Um, so he was sorely missed, man. And that segment of the reunion was quite emotional. You know, you can see a lot of them fighting their tears back. And just remembering the type of person that he was and just even having him on set and him motivating everyone and the fact that he was a, a seasonal actor, he was he was trained, he he um, prepped up everyone when whenever they felt that they couldn't do it and, you know, sort of like a mentor on set. Most definitely. I definitely got that, right. that feeling watching the reunion, like how over the years Will Smith has spoken about him and Tatiana Ali has spoken about him. So, yeah. Oh, how great does Tatiana Ali look? 
Fam, oh boy is real, but I'll just nod in agreement. (laughs) 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 I'm with you, bro. um, It was good, man, seeing, um, you know, Will, Carlton, Hillary, Jazz, Light Skin Aunt Viv, Jazzy Jeff, um... And oh, I forgot the, the the youngest son. What was his name again? Nikki. Yeah, he came in. He came in at some point. Um, and just like really listening to the background of the their um individual story about their first audition, audition you know, Will Smith re- re- um recalling his first audition at Quincy Jones's house, um. You know the story being um, about Benny Medina and having him audition in front of a bunch of people. Um, you know, at Quincy Jones's on his birthday, it was crazy, man. And um, you know, it it was good to see, man. But I guess the juicy part of the reunion was Will Smith reuniting with the original, the OG Aunt Viv. Janet Hubert. Mm. I guess everyone was wondering what had happened and why she was replaced. And there's always been that talk um, for the past 27 years since her departure from the show. So it was like, why? Like, there was nothing wrong with Dark Skin Art Viv. Nothing from what... Um, I mean, from from looking at the the episodes to then her being replaced, so it was always like, why? What, what was happening? We never really got to hear her side of the story. Yeah, we the the urban legends always been our like, colorism is why she got replaced, and they wanted the the light skin one on there, and there may be some truth, small partly part to part to play somewhere down the line with that, but obviously with her and Will having a reconciliation and sitting down and kind of hashing things out. I've, I don't know how much you've seen of their sit down. You get to find out that um, it was to do obviously with her falling pregnant, having a baby, being offered a crap deal. Um, she yeah, she, and her personal life being in tatters, um, yeah. you know, being in an abusive relationship and her falling out with Will, who had obviously the power over there. Yeah. And the words that he had used well that she had claimed he had used mm, difficult you know, calling a black woman difficult in hollywood is the kiss of death yeah do you know what she when she's when she sat there she did that she hit, she hit him with the bar she hit him with the bar that jada would yeah. use she hit him with that bar that's yeah. gonna trend online she hit him with a bar that's wow. gonna make him look bad as a black man and i was sat there watching it. i was at i was at a friend's and we were watching it lady was with me everyone's watching it and i just couldn't help but think donnie was 20 or 21 and now it's a different yeah. landscape. I feel like social media has helped a lot of us grow um, mm-hmm. in regards to our consciousness and shared experiences in regards to the workplace and just like coded language and loaded language and what it actually means. Did Will Smith know at and 20, yeah, at 2021, that calling her difficult, what that could have done to her career? I'm Listen, shoot me down if you want, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to err on the side of, I don't believe him saying that he knew at the time how damaging that potentially could have been to her as a black woman. Yeah. I think, um, you know, if, if we were, if we were to jump at her defense, um, 
you know, he's been a, a big man for quite a long time. He's 50-something years old now. Yeah. And I, it shouldn't have had to take to this point. She's been flogging him in the media, though, for years. Like, like yeah. I, so, I was shocked but, to see them so, sit yeah, down. I, like, I do, they've been, there's I been some stuff it. said, like, some real hard stuff said initially on his end when yeah. it first started, but over the years, and rightfully so, because obviously we, we learned from her, her sit down saying that she's not worked. I didn't, but I didn't, cl- I didn't know. I, I was baffled. I was like, she's not worked at all for 30 years. First of all, yeah, she looks sensational for a 64 year old woman yeah. that hasn't worked. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she looks very good. Maybe, maybe more, maybe more if I she's shouldn't work. Good. Yeah, maybe I should have <laughs> because um, yeah, it, you know. But I mean, it's a testament to us, anyways. That that rich melanin, you know, has has served her very well. But yeah, she looks. Yeah, good. she hasn't worked. And I saw a rumor that I think her son tried to take his own life and she blamed Will, but I don't know how credible that source was. Bro, I'd want, I'd, um, I'd need I some, trying do, some... I was trying to do some... I was trying to do some digging. I only saw one little small article and it was off Facebook, but it wasn't... There wasn't no meat to it. Yeah, no, I need more. That's... Like, if that did happen, listen, that's mad. And I would but I wouldn't want to pin that on someone. That's very... That's very... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's very crazy. harsh. Um, that's crazy. And I also want to—I wouldn't want to pin that on her saying she said that. Like, if there's not enough credible sources out there to say that she said that, so yeah, because I was like, wait, hold on. Like, the Donny was born when she had left the show. Yeah. So, I guess he tried to take his own life. If that was the case in his adult life, <laughs> how are you gonna? Are you gonna blame Will? Yeah. But in a grand scheme of things, if this is all true, yeah. It's very noble of her to show signs of forgiveness. Um, if you're going to solely blame that one person for the reason why you have struggled finding work in Hollywood because of this said person, mm. um, you know, I, I guess that, that level of strength can only take a long time for you to receive some sort of personal closure and then meet the person that you've hated for so long right back on set where um you know your career had started um in a big way you know so um i i guess he said that it wouldn't have felt right to celebrate 30 years on the show without having her there to um personally thank her for her contributions to the show and to his life so i guess there was some moment of enlightenment there for him bro i'm gonna call bs man that's just the jada and will red table talk language flying out bro it did sound very much red table talk i don't think she made uh, that much of a contribution to his life but he was right in saying that she contributed heavily to the show. Let's keep let's call, keep up let's keep up a buck. If me and you were sat next to each other, we'd call bullshit. What happened is their public image is very important. You cannot do the reunion without having the black arm viv on there. It's just a myth. You can't. I, I think it could. I, I think they they 
could have still done. You have it, to acknowledge her. Like with all the stuff they do on red table and packing, repacking, flat packing, IKEA packing, all the t- all the conversations they have on there. If you're getting this enlightened and stuff, like yeah, you don't. You're not gonna get a real really, no. You, no, no, no. That 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 ain't that ain't that ain't toxic RNA behavior. There, you need to <laughs> like you've evolved. You're you're this like elevated person you have these conversations on your chat show of your wife and that it's also bad pr personally to like exclude the dark-skinned black woman and all like the stuff that's happened it's also it's also a vanity project and this is me being quite critical critical sorry it's an aim to make itself look good like we patched out we pieced things out like you know because even i don't know if you've seen his own red table he sits down with a psychiatrist i think it is um and he i have no interest in any red table mm. Yeah, I don't, it's not, um, not really a bag, and, yeah. and they kind of hash it out in regards to like how he felt. So I do feel like like the narrative yeah. is it was all Will's fault, and I don't feel that's entirely yeah. true because she even says when they sit down, like um, I was told you banished me, so it wouldn't surprise me if you know the powers that be weren't obviously pleased with how she responded to the deal they presented. Um, and yeah, it, it it just made me feel like, rah, what do people not talk like? Don't you want to? Don't you want to really find out like what's going on? Yeah, I don't think if, we've got the whole truth. If your, if your career is on the line, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, if um, you're being robbed of certain opportunities, like, you know, you feel like you're as deserving as anyone else on that cast. So I would have wanted to see if there was a bit more information. I do feel like, you know, there was a bit of gas in what Will was saying, but at the same time, it's like, hold on, man. I was just the front runner of the show and I had to keep going yeah, because yeah. my destiny was to become this big actor in Hollywood. Like, I, I didn't, I'm too young um, and I didn't have time to, to deal with all of that other stuff. He was, he, he was a young, you, you're, you're kind of getting scolded by your mother in essence. I feel like any conversation around her being difficult may have actually been justified on his end, maybe interpreted wrongly, but like she, he came in there off the back of being a rapper, no acting experience. Mm-hmm. She's classically trained, did theater. Like even when they sit down, they kind they um roll back the years and show like photos of her on set. I think before doing like cats in theater, like she was, she's dancer, classically trained actress. She had a lot more cachet. Oh, and that classic, that classic scene um in Fresh Prince where she was in that dance class. Yeah. And she just showed up. Yeah, yeah, and that and that would have yeah. been light work for her. So, you have this young whippersnapper, hip hop guy, glasses, trim, entourage on set, coming in, probably making noise, doing them with his friend that's a DJ. She probably bumped heads with him and like, bro, like, who do you think you are, like, big dog? Yeah. And he, from the stuff that I said at the time, he kind of positioned her as like she wanted it to be the Aunt Viv show, where it's like it's the it's kind of centered around Will, isn't it? So. Fresh Prince, yeah. Fresh Prince. So I think that's where they bump heads um, in it. So he may have been justified in the time to feel aggrieved, and maybe he wasn't. It was maybe it was an ego thing, and he didn't receive the information, and maybe she scolded him. And in re- on reflection, it was actually sound advice, but he didn't take it well at the time. And they rolled with the bigger star out of the two of them, and she was collateral damage. But it's just mad to think that like whatever happened between them, and I don't know if we've been given the full full truth cost her a career for 30 plus years some people are saying that will should like now that he's in position and more powerful within the industry any project he does now she shouldn't audition just have her in there how do you feel about that um 
I was actually going to ask you um, about that and how the lights cannot live. <laughs> Try to swerve the show, you know. Um, I think it's just, um, I think it's all power dynamics, I think. It's all power dynamics. In regards to what? What do you mean power dynamics? Like, once you, like, you're, a show is essentially, you're like, you know how, like, you're headhunted on LinkedIn, yeah? Yeah. Where a corporation wants you to, they, they seek you out. And then they center everything around you. Mm. Yeah. It gets to a point where it's like, bruv, I'm 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 running this thing. This is my ship. Yeah. And sometimes you have to display a little bit of arrogance in order to carry the show or make the show what it is. Mm. Everyone contributes, um, obviously in their own way. But all eyes are gonna be on the person that it's starring. He's the first person on the sheet, you know. He's the f- he's the he's the person that gets the crowd hype, as we saw, you know how it was back then when they were actually filming, like you know, getting a perspective of seeing how it was on a Friday night with a live audience. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, with everything else that came into place, like Aunt Viv and. Um, the other cast, it like it, it, it just shows, it just goes to show, like, you know, where, you know, how it was. It makes me understand the dynamics a lot more. Because mm. she left by what season three, and I was, I hope, I when I did my Google's there correct, I think by like season six, he was getting like executive producer credit, so his stock had risen within the company and the, the what was going on. So, yeah, I think, yeah. I think power dynamics is probably an accurate description of what happened at the time. Like who had more cachet on set, you know, who's, who does that play a part? Did he maybe give an ultimatum and say, you know, like diminish her role a bit, like she's got, she's got too much lines or she's doing too much, you know? So it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a dangerous game. But yeah, now the question I was asking, um, a lot of people around me are saying that, yeah, he should just throw her in there. And I think he should. But it's also somewhat an admission of guilt. And it's also like, yeah, that's great, but this is all late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, do you know what? I would have been indifferent if she wasn't included um, in the in the reunion show. It was nice to see her there. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we, it's always going to, um, have an attempt on pulling at the heartstrings. Do you know what I'm saying? Of course, of course. We need, we need, a, we need the story in it. We need tears. We need the, you know, we need everything. The full package. The the, the entire how this whole thing was presented to us. It was just based on emotion. It was very emotive. Um, and it it kind of um completed the production of what that was, and then. You get the grand finale, the hug, um, which I didn't see that she was a part of. But it was interesting to see how it was when she saw the rest of the cast members for the first time. Yeah. And 
how he broke the news to them and they were like oh wow like it wasn't like oh my gosh like um you know it was it they were just all being professional yeah listen i've, I've... She, she didn't stick around she didn't stick around till the end she was there for like the five minutes and then cut yeah yeah this it's all it's all still very much i think it's still raw i think will is the the glue of some sort to try and bring everyone together he wasn't the only person to have some things to say about her Carlton's character, he had stuff to say. Is it? I was just named Alfonso over the Alfonso. years. Called, I think. I think he called. I didn't think he did a stand up. He was presenting somewhere and called her the crazy, crazy bee. Called her crazy bitch. So um, I don't know what other people have said about her from the set. So yeah, it's a uh, so a lot has happened over the years. But yeah, now how do you, how do you feel? Should uh, should we all chuck her in there then? Next project, him and Jada, executive producing. Give her give her a role. No auditioning. Give her the max contract, um, pay her loads. <laughs> I mean, to 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 compensate, I think you should only compensate if there's truth to it, and that would be an admission of guilt, and that's what he has to let sit on his conscience. Mm. I don't know what she's done. I don't think I should make that call. No, um, it's just your opinion, though, isn't it? Like, it's not you making a call. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I, like, like, like I said, that like if 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 there is truth to what she said, then yeah. If not, then I don't think it's a must. Hmm. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of that's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. Yeah, thirty years is a, um, is a lot. It's just mad to think that, like, and are you match fit? You haven't worked for twenty seven years, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> you was out here saying she's she's you... all looking good for age and are we all right though? You match fit in regards to the the to acting. Yeah, the daily needs of your your profession. I think she could pick it mm. up. If she's classically trained and they all talking about her like, you know, she's the bee's knees, then throw her in there, man. Give her a give her a roll, man. Throw a bone or do something, yeah, man. That's gonna people looking throw, bruv. It looked like she didn't want to work no more. I don't want to be horrible, but yeah. Alaska skin Aunt Viv hasn't aged the way uh, OG Aunt Viv has aged, isn't it? I do feel bad for her as well, though. Like, because, like, if we're giving her the benefit that she didn't know what happened in regards to Jeanette Hebert losing her role, whatever, to have her just, like, come in and you feel those shoes, they're big shoes to feel, isn't it? And everyone was kind of always talk, talking about the first Aunt Viv, how much better she was than you. It's like, I'm an entity of my own, isn't it? Like, and I, I think she, I think Lance can always did a decent job. Obviously, she's not the OG one, but like, she wasn't a horrible actress. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't, man. I, I think it was a, it was sort of like a, a seamless move. Um, you know, despite despite um, you know the the change in complexion and you know a whole different person. I think she fit into the cast quite well, to be honest. Daphne Maxwell Reed, she's married to Tim Reed, who um Oh the dad from um Sister Sister. Uh yeah, he, yeah, he's the daddy um from Sister Sister. Um and you know, she's she's eight years older than the original Aunt Viv, so you know, like let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Oh right, come on, man, you know, you've grown, man, isn't it? She's grown. Yeah, she's grown, grown. So um yeah, man, uh it is what it is, man. Yeah, it was just interesting to see the the whole talk around it, innit? So that was the major talking point, obviously seeing her back with Will and seeing him kind of hash it out. And uh, yeah, 
she she let him have it a little bit, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was it was quite uh, it was quite nice, you know. They they cried, hugged it out, so it's all good. We'll see what happens in the future. Um, before we do get out of here, though, some new music which I've been really enjoying. Scribs Riley, yeah, really really good project. I don't know what genre I put him in, project. but I've uh, I think he's um, they've they've put him. Well, Is it R and B? Powers that. Yeah, they put him in the UK R&B. Um, I don't mind. I'll take that. Yeah, so project's called Wish Me Luck. It's uh, 10 songs long. The intro on my sleeve was wheeling that. I did. I ain't stopped listening to that song. Um, Expeditiously. That, that's, that's probably one of my favourites on there. We played many, many weeks ago the song called Eastside, which is uh, Eastside. probably the biggest song in terms of performance on there for like streams, etc. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, uh, that mm-hmm. did really well. Mandy's on there as well, which is another one of Mandy, his... Mandy, an amazing song. Which one of his songs has done really well. Um, another personal favourite called Dim My Light, featuring yep, Black. Six Lack. Or Six Lack. Um Yeah. Like I, I, I loved, I loved um, introduce myself uh, featuring KWN and Jada. I don't, um, maybe Queen. It could be pronounced that way, Where's but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say KWN. Yeah, yeah, that we, we that can rock. Um, but yeah, shout out to Scoop uh, Riley. He was talking spicy on the track of Black about not being nominated for a moment, but having two Grammys. Talk your talk. Grammys. Let them know talk that, that you're shit. out here and you've been doing this thing when it comes to production. It's always good to see those guys that do well in production kind of step out of the shadows and step into the artist space, you know, because yeah, sure. you can make banks for other people. Let's hear what you can make for yourself. So, um, uh, exactly. That's a, that's one that I've really, really enjoyed. Um, Lowski's project music. Is it music drill and trauma, music trial and trauma? Um, a drill story. Yeah. yeah. I'll give him his credit, man. Um, uh, it's, it's a good project. Yeah, um, I, I've i only listened to it in parts. I can't say that I've listened to it in its entirety. Um, so I can't give a well-rounded opinion on it. But from what I've heard is that, you know, he really he really cuts the album up in pieces for it to all make sense. Yeah, I think, yeah, if, you've, if that's what you've heard, story. that's accurate in regards to how he tells the story. So music, trial and trauma, a drill story. Um, he's got a really good flip on there. Of Bashy Black Boys, yeah, um, which was an interest, interesting talking flip to that, see. Is that, is, that talk, is he talking some empowerment stuff on that? To a degree, um, I think empowerment for what probably he understands on on his level, isn't it? Yeah, for his for his situations where he's at. And yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I'll give him his respect on that. Funnily enough, there's actually quite a lot of features on it. You've got Emily Sande, Mike Skinner, Akala, Age. Mm. Davido, Stormzy, Fredo on Popcorn, OFB, big Blanco, Miz or Max. So it's nice to see that like the, the guys, the Harlem Spartans didn't get left out and they're on a few mm. as well. Um, and that song on me of him, Miz or Mac, gets spun. Teddy Buckshot 2 spun. Intro. I see the video to that. Um, yeah, I've got time for it. Probably the only song that I ain't too fond of is the one with Davido. Was he shouting on it? No, I don't know do with him. I just I don't know if it was a is a great fit, but I think that's something he's had in the tuck for a little while because he only came out of jail I think at the top of the year, and obviously this album, a lot of this album's been made within that time period. Um, yeah. So they the whole story format ah, yeah. was obviously you've got a Carla speaking on there, and even the intro there's talk on this. I think he's they've, it's definitely well rounded. It's not it doesn't feel like a 
collection of just like drill, drill, drill songs, ching, 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 thrown together to give you something. There's a bit more musicality. No, I feel that's what a lot of people unfortunately feel about these young guys, isn't it? Like, oh, when it's what's it going to sound like when they actually give us an album? Um, I saw it on Zizi Mills um, interview. Yeah, no, he handled himself quite well on there. I feel like he he got the better of Zizi for the most part. Um, mm. she, I feel like I feel like she's trying to flog a dead horse with her critique of Drill, even though I do yeah. I do get where she's coming from to a certain degree. But I feel like he handled himself quite well. Allegations are he's got a trial coming up, so he said all the right things he need to say to make it seem that obviously this is all entertainment purposes and playing a character. He doesn't want to go to jail. So you're going to say what you need to say to, to get out of it. Yeah, so it was, yeah. it was good practice, but yeah, good project. I'll recommend it. Um, what else have I been uh, listening to? Meek Mill dropped a little I, quarantine pack, a little four pack. The only, there's only one good song on there, which is the um, last one. Um, um, all right. So I would say, so four songs, right? Yeah. Uh, it's got the one with Dirk, which I'm not mad at. I'm not going to say that it's an amazing song. Uh, Quarantine Pack EP. Uh, Pain Away featuring Little Dirk. I like. I liked it. And I liked um, the fourth one, Think It's a Game, featuring Vori. Um, but it's very... I feel like Meek is slowly trying to change the direction of his music. I feel like he's been doing this a little bit when he hangs out with the younger guys and tries to hit us with the fast flow and doesn't always work. I think he introduced himself slowly into the drill scene over there. Okay. Um, he's got the GTS on with 42 that, Doug. Yeah, I know that he's been attempting it of late in the clips that he's been posting on the internet. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I'm still waiting for his major release. I wasn't too like this. Is not a project that I'm going to revisit. No, no. This is this is just this is like a little throwaway. I want to hear rapping, rapping, meek storytelling. I think that's when he's in his bag. Yeah. Um, and championships. Yeah. The... His label mate. Go on. His label mate. What they dropped something. I don't know if you heard the soon. Nah, didn't hear it. Flaws, featuring Gunner. Okay, I'll check it out. The thing with Wale is always going to give you a nice little single. Listen, why not? He's always got that. Wiley's not going to miss a singles. When he's in his ladies' bag, he's uh, he's going to slam poetry. Open the door, close the door. Yeah, when he's when he's when he's in that bag, he he hits in it. So I'll never count out Wale when it comes to singles. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Um, I've been listening to some song stresses from the UK. Jamila Barry being one. Um, I think I sent you. I think I sent you um a link. To her I did, I did, I did, I did. I was, I was stuck on the Romance song "Adore." Romance me is um, uh, the, her EP. I think people should check that out. Um, it's a dope little EP. Um, and also, there's an artist called Bella. She's got a project out called "The Art of Conversation," which is dope. Um, she's got a song there that I really love called "Supernova," and um, another one called. Um, called because you can um so yeah check out bella that's b-e-l-l-a-h um contemporary r&b for you she reminds me a bit of a kalani kalani okay that's word, if that's, that's it so yeah man um there's a few there's a few things out there man now there's been there's been some nice music releases um yeah no that that's what i've personally been listening to 
um, in regards to the projects and stuff, but I'll definitely check out your recommendations in regards to everything yeah. else. Um, yeah. People have sent me some music, um, which unfortunately we can't play because obviously... Um, Man's recording remotely, you know, dog. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're recording remotely. We're not in the studio setup, but I'll be updating our playlist, um, the off-the-cuff playlist on Spotify. Um, I'll put out a link to that once this episode drops as well so um, you guys can have a look definitely Meg's album's trash by the way before we go that's uh, <laughs> yeah and she's not been unfairly treated because she's a lady the album's just trash I did see some extra attention for her online though like see like you see how you reference by the yaddy like man's, a lot of mine I reckon saw that clip and in like went straight mm. to that and called it like the album crap if you listen to it fully you can you can express your opinion but if you ain't listen to the album i'd say don't like speak on her too harshly if unless you listen because i think like even a lot of our own fans have been quite honest and vocal that like this album wasn't it i feel like they maybe should take Mm. a bit more time for her conspiracy theory maybe all that stuff she was happening all that stuff that was happening with her label and the issues her trying to get off maybe this was just a i've got to kind of fulfill my requirements before my situation with them is done and I can go off and solely be with Rock Nation, whoever else wants to help me out. So, but yeah, maybe she, I think she needs to take a bit more time. Cause this latest project went it. Yeah. yeah. And you gotta be, you gotta be careful of, um, you know, your output because you can shake your ass all you want, but at, um, there's going to be, um, a point where people are going to be like, all right, enough is enough. Like give us something in it. Big facts. So, yeah, but yeah, um, man. Yeah, wish her the best. We want to see something better from her. Yeah, she got a lot. Of, I think she got um quite a few nominations for the Grammys and that. So she'll probably do well on that yeah. night and uh, bring some home. So yeah, she'll be fine. Just having to take a bit more time with her, and they'll get it right eventually. In it, so. Mm. But that's that's all. That's all this week, folks. You know. That's all we have, yeah, man. We still managed to give you some content this week. When 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 suggested I take a hiatus and that he was properly caring about my health, but um yeah. We fighting for it, man. We all right, man. Look at Rona, cheeky Rona. Yeah. You tough, right? <laughs> You'd be fine, right? <laughs> cheeky little Rona, man. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, just be careful out there, guys. Um, you know, because just when you think you don't have it, you have it. You know, look how it did my brother Falls, man. 10-day isolation crew, man. Sweep every day, man. Free him. Free him. Free me. Listen, I had to go out there. Listen, I had to go go out there and get tested myself because you know you've been you've been you've been compromised. I've been compromised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But peace and blessings. Good edges. Stay safe out there. You know, and we'll uh, we'll be back next week. All right, man. Peace. peace. peace.